Welcome to the Town Brothers Podcast Experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Talon Brothers Podcast. My name is Nathan Talon, and with me today... My name is Nick Talon. Vroom, vroom. Let's talk about Ford v. Ferrarar. Wow, how am I supposed to follow that up? It's Tyler. Glad to be back for another week. I don't know, three or four in a row here. More oh, than that, right. dude. We're at five nine. We're five, almost six, to be the bigger milestone is almost five, fifty ten. episodes. This 50 is episode episodes. fifty episodes. Yeah, it's episode forty one right now. So we're gonna push fifty here soon. I love you guys. I, I like your quarters of today, Tyler. Thanks, dude. Oh, bless everyone's soul. Well, are we gonna have a special for that episode? Are we gonna watch Batman v Superman together? Yeah, sure. The best movie ever made. <laughs> What's your okay, Nate? You're the host, but oh, are we that's what talk we have to talk. Cut? That's what we have to talk about. Release the Snyder Cut. All right, let's jump into that. <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable with this whole thing. Why? I feel it's like it's a publicity. I know. I feel like Zach Snyder Max. is I think personally. It's cool. Why not? I, I think he's like uh, he's holding his fans hostage. Imagine working on a movie and your son commits suicide, oh and then the Isn't studio forces you out. And daughter, I don't remember. I, mean, I think you're right. It was his daughter. Child. And then they force you out of the movie you're working on and tell you to use that as an excuse. I don't know. Do you think that's hold... not necessarily true? You're right. It's not necessarily true. If it were true, do you think he would hold a personal vendetta yes. against the company that would do that to him? But at the same not time, is it going to be as movie. an artist? Don't you feel the need to want to get at least what your vision was out, knowing that there were people that liked the movies you made previously? Tyler, I agree with you in every word you're saying. But Thank at the you. same time, that's all I needed to is hear. Is there any chance it's going to be better? Why wouldn't? Why isn't there? A Here's the to thing: is that what's because shocking the, to me the is the whole premise of DC in general, not even no, Zack Snyder's movies. They if you they, like they fumbled Steel, the bag. If you like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, which I did, then there was a good chance that I would have liked his cut, his version of Justice League. DC fumbled the bag. Let's move on. They did fumbled the Justice the bag. League movie that came out even resemble the trailers for Zack Snyder's movie? No, no because they did not. It was a totally different movie. They butchered it. They ruined the universe. Everything that's come out since is trash. Shut up. Listen to me. I don't want to DC, talk about Batman DC. v Superman anymore. No, I don't even give a fuck about it. What that. are this the odds we get hey, the Snyder Cut? To be fair, we're Zero. not talking about Batman v Superman. We're talking about Justice League. <laughs> oh, yeah. DC fumbled the bag with the way they built their whole business model. Let's move on. I think it's best for everyone, to be honest. I don't know why. They, that's the thing that bothers me is it's backtracking. Wouldn't it be cool for Justice League to come out his version just so his couple movies are complete? I don't want to be hurt again. Why you know why I'm excited for it to come out so, so that people can watch it, it and no one, everyone will shut up. I agree. They'll be like, "Oh, great! It was half a star better." <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna monumentally change the fundamental, like those fundamentals of the movie. I have not, you heard about what his yes, movie's supposed I have. to be? Look at the movie. I it doesn't work. Will the CG You're adding be done? 15 characters will the C- in one we'll movie see, done? dude. We'll see. Will the CG be done? Yeah, like what? It's gonna cost money to do this. People don't understand. Like his movie was unfinished. Well, they it need just to finished the movie. My, it's just weird that all of a sudden the actors came out and said it. As it just makes it seem it, like it it's actually weird. happening. Well, I That's think why I it's think strange. it's I think it's an advertising campaign for when they inevitably say, "All right, it's coming we, HBO Max." We listen to you. Uh, in the extras of Justice League on HBO There's Max, an extra you'll be able 15 to watch. minutes. You'll be able to watch the freaking R-rated Justice League cut. Why was the Batman v Superman thing R-rated? That cut. 
Ask the MPAA, dude. I don't know why. Because Wait, it was, it was slightly R? more violent. No, I guess. It's, it's because it uh, it added forty minutes or whatever. No, I think what it was is it added uh, Lois Lane's boob and she's floating in the bathtub. Is that true? I wish. Wait, but did it? <laughs> I hope it happens every time I watch that. Scene. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, let's fucking move on. I don't know. Honestly, at the end of the day, I like I don't even know what's gonna be better. That this movie's gonna come out. And I'm going to watch it, and I'll say, okay, it was, like, it was legitimately, like, two and a half stuff, right? What did you, or, what, what did you guys give Justice League? What's our scores for Justice League? I don't know, like a one. Let's check Is it bad fast. that I like Justice League better than uh, Suicide Squad? No, because Suicide Squad fucking sucked, too. They're both absolutely garbage. Justice That's like saying which movie's better, The Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. We'll which get into that movie? later. Suspiria is amazing. Nate, will you look at what I gave it? I don't want to. <laughs> what um, movie are we talking about? Justice League, dude. <laughs> it's one and a half stars from Nick. I gave it two. If so, I were... exactly, two and a half stars. That's my prediction for the Snyder. I just won't you, go above You think two. it would just marginally be better? Dude, it mm. might even make it worse. Adding really? Because, like, look it. At bare bones, what I can say about Justice League is it was a lot less complicated than I thought it would be. One of my main problems with Batman v Superman is it's got way too much stuff going on. Justice League, they introduce the characters and they say, all right, let's fight the bad guy. And that just completely, it turns out that the movie just sucks. At the end of the day, the writing's bad and everything. And some of the reshoots are clearly obvious at the reshoots. That's the problem with that. I think the Snyder Cut will solve. Oh my the the mustache, dude. Oh, it's the mustache. so bad. I got to say something. <laughs> I, gotta, I forgot. I, I literally <laughs> forgot about it. On Twitter, the one thing I kind of enjoy oh, is it's, so it's very cool to see like how many people love Zack Snyder. It's, I, it's, cool. it's, it's a culture but, shock. But here's, here's what I have to His say, movies though. are cool. Dude. Here's what I have to say. Slow motion. <laughs> Here's what I have to say, though. I'm going to be real. The only thing that kind of bothers me is that once this movie comes out, if it truly is bad, I can already see it now. It doesn't matter. It, like, it doesn't matter how bad or good this movie is. If it comes out, no it's a five-star movie. five stars. They say, we finally got it. We got the masterpiece <laughs> Zack Snyder wanted. So Literally, I, that's what I was about Batman to say. At least Batman vs. Superman, start to finish, completed vision. It was released as the vision. People loved it right out the gate. This feels, it just Agreed. feels dirty. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Nate, now correct, so, wait, oh, correct me if you're wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're the host. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I, was just, I gave Justice League two stars, which I just realized that's awful fucking generous for that movie. I so agree. I just bumped it down to one. <laughs> you I dropped it, you dropped it so lower much. than I did. I just dropped it right now. Okay, so here's my trash. this is what I was gonna say. Wait, I does forgot the, what I was I think say I remember I remember the, the one thing I liked about Justice League because I thought it felt like Zack Snyder a little bit. Was the opening action sequence on uh, Themyscira was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's amazing. And then the flashback at the beginning when it sets up all the all the stuff, I was like, that's interesting. And then I think immediately I hated it after that. Does yeah, the Batman scene's terrible at the beginning? It literally doesn't make. It's like oh, they they uh, I don't remember. they sense fear or whatever. It's like how would how would you know? Like what is does your plan? the Beatles song play in this film? Come together? Yeah, no. It plays, it it in, plays the in the trailer. Okay, so that my joke is validated then at the beginning. My my big thing I liked about Justice League, it's one scene. And it's during a reshoot, which is funny. But Is it the I, scene when Ezra Miller is laying on top of Gal Gadot for no reason? No, no, no. It's, when, it's when Flash is running yeah, Nick, around Superman. 
and Superman sees like that's it shows the power of Superman. It's not I think reshoot. it is because then he goes like he smiles and you it's see. It's not a reshoot. That one isn't a reshoot. So that's just a weird smile. The, what is a reshoot is when Batman falls and he says, "I guess I do bleed" or whatever he says, and it was like that's that's so bad. Hey, good humor, guys. <clears throat> Let's inject artificial humor into the movie after it's already made. That always works. Mm, Hello. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. So sh- I want to give a shout out guest on uh, the Town Bros podcast before, Lucas Asita. He said something that Luca. is it's one, Sosta. Of the, Luca. One, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And he said, and it's not a negative. It's not. It's but like when he came here because he doesn't live where we live normally. When he came here, he was shocked. <laughs> he was shocked that like people and now with Twitter, it just blows it up. They're like people would die for Zack Snyder. And he, he just says, he's like, really? Like, no neck. Like, it's like, but that's the guy. Out of all the directors <laughs> on the planet, that's the guy you choose. And it's, I mean, it, people, that's kind of where like people love a lot of directors. No, I know. There's tons of people direct or um, defending Martin Scorsese right now with his comment comments about stuff. Dude, my thing, like, that's the thing. As well but as it's like, I love, but it's weird. This week, it's, I decided something. Fan, just I think fandom in general is just my, my opinion of Zack Snyder. Yeah, like, like the social media. I don't know why people idolize him because I do not. I, no, I like some like of his movies. movies. I don't love them all. Like I enjoy watching 300. I don't think it's better than most of the action movies that I also love. I just think it's fun to sit down and watch that sometimes. And with your tastes, it makes sense that you like his movies exactly and that like i'm not making it like it makes sense i think he gets unfairly hated on in my opinion i like bottom line i don't think he's good don't like him the people that don't like him hate on him too much but also no (laughs) but also at the same time the big love also at the same time the problem with the fan base is that they take this us against the world mentality when it's not even close to the case (laughs) and it's the same thing with patriot fans in football okay that no it's true they take the us against the world mentality and then they become more, more toxic fan base but one thing i have to say this week i've decided i'm gonna go from here on out for my movie opinions to Willem Dafoe. Well, he he speaks so eloquently because he brought up Martin Scorsese. Uh, Willem Dafoe commented on superhero movies this week. Well, I, I love good, it. Good man. He good brought man. out he brought up Logan. He said specifically, he said, you know, when you watch movies like Logan, that is cinema. So, But then he also agreed with Martin Scorsese in some parts. Did you guys read Martin Scorsese's yeah. op-ed that yeah. he wrote for I did not. I did. It, I literally couldn't agree more with everything he says. And even though, like, I loved Avengers Endgame, it's basically exactly what he says. It's like a thrill ride designed how you want it, tailor-made to the audience. And it's like, how can you disagree with that? It's exactly what the movies are. Yeah. They don't take That's what I like about it. And I don't go into a movie like freaking uh, The Departed with the same mindset I do as Endgame. But he's right. And I feel like a lot of people like R.E.S. and Robert Eggers and people like that should be upset when it's jeopardizing their future of movies being in a theater. It's scary to think about a future where tons of filmmakers and artists won't get their movie shown in movie theaters because people don't care enough to go see it unless it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, or Big Monsters or something Big, dumb, and stupid. Fast and Furious. Like, it's upsetting Couldn't that agree more. movies like Hobbs and Shaw make more money than Parasite. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could go and talk to someone and they said, yeah, I saw Parasite? What a fantastic movie. Yeah. Like, that's just not how it goes. People, I had a conversation with uh, my girlfriend's roommate the other night. I, Sydney and I had just got back. We had seen Parasite. What a phenomenal experience. Saw it the second time. Like it better? I ha- actually discovered a plot hole that we'll talk about later when we get okay. into it. But, um... 
her roommate goes, oh, I just got back from a movie. We're like, oh, what'd you see? She goes, last Christmas. I go, oh, <laughs> I love Amelia Clark. And but then hey, she's like, they can see what they want to see. I know, but then she's like, I loved it. And it's like, awesome. Do you watch any like? (laughs) So it sucks too, because like when you like, because then you step back and you're like, "Am I a bad person that I'm angry that this person (laughs) went and saw Last Christmas?" Kind of, yeah. And it's (laughs) true. No, it is. It's it's kind of like a built-in, you know, toxic trait. But at the same time, that's the problem: is people go and see movies every once in a while. They don't go every week like we do. So when they do, they go to more bigger movie, a bigger experience. Yes, it's an event. One one movie that kind of is this kind of, you know, nice creative piece that did make a lot of money is Joker. And it's the first R-rated movie to cross a billion dollars in the box office, which is huge. Like, that's a big thing that an R-rated movie crossed a billion dollars. And now this morning. Did Deadpool? No. No. Now this morning. That's why this this is the first. Wait, did he say first or third? There's a whole bunch of news about a million conflicting reports, which is why I don't want to delve on it too much. But it's like there was it was announced. All right, Joker sequel in development. Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix returning. All right, never mind. Update. Now there's a report that says that's not happening. New origin story, right? That's not happening at all. And then it's like Todd Phillips got the okay to go forward with a new DC character's origin story and then there's like okay no never mind that's Joker not happening too. either so you know what we should do then <laughs> like, you know, know what we mean. should do we should probably wait then to talk about yeah. it. I don't want to see Joker 2 unless it ties into Batman because Joker as a character at this point after his origin is not as interesting as when he's with I Batman agree. Nate kind of looks like Joaquin right now <laughs> I do look like him in the movie in general how skinny I am all I have good. are negative thoughts. <laughs> Nate, good. you should throw on my camo coat, man. You definitely look like a domestic terrorist. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you do every time you put it. Oh, yeah. So now you're gonna, so sense. now you're gonna roast me, then, Nate. Is that what's gonna happen here? Correct. Okay. Joker two has the potential if they move forward with it. Has the potential to be good because Joaquin Phoenix is a great talent. And why'd you do that? <laughs> And Todd Phillips, like he, the first movie was fine. It was directed well. The cinematography was good. So I, there's potential that the second one could be good. I just won't be excited for it unless Batman is tied into the story in some way. Yeah, I don't know where they could go from here with a solo Joker movie. Yeah, just he becomes more insane. Yeah, let's connect it to Batman, baby. That's maybe it's the story of how he becomes the crime, the clown prince of crime, right? Like that'd be that'd be get a couple tattoos. How how Joaquin Phoenix could suddenly become highly intelligent and form an organized group of um, crime lords who do you think murder and do all this? Do you think he should get a damaged tattoo? Yeah, and then get a grill, and then hire Jared Leto to be his son. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so moving on. What's happening? The so uh, Sonic redesign. That was what we talked about kind of last week with the new trailer. Um, and numbers came out and said it was thirty-five million dollars extra. Yeah. Turns out it's only five million dollars. Not bad I think at all. It's kind of pretty impressive yeah, that they were able to do all. it for five million dollars. Well, um, it doesn't look that good. So yeah, it does. Well, the design is better, but, but the, the CG oh, is not that great. The, Correct. The main problem is that uh, it was a bad idea from the start. Yeah. Oh, hey, Nate, I think you nailed it. Because <laughs> it's like they what they did is they're making Sonic in the real world. So they tried to make Sonic look more realistic instead of the cartoon, and it looked awful. 
So now they made him look more cartoony in the real world, which, guess what, still looks awful. So had they had that god-awful, ugly design and made the whole movie animated, it would have looked awful. But, so but hold now, on. now they made Sonic look right, so if the whole movie was animated, it'd look great. So hold on. But it's not. You're it's not talking in live about action, so the, the movie's C- going to suck. The CG artist did a great job. You're talking about conceptual stuff. This movie shouldn't have been created. No, the CGI, the, the CGI character in the live action world doesn't look good. Well, what I it think it looks like the CGI characters from the Phantom Menace. Well, what no? No. What I think, what I, th- oh, what I think, what I think is happening is that since in the the plot of the movie is like Sonic isn't from our world, so he's not supposed to look like he belongs. And I think okay. uh, there's a right way of doing this. That's fair. And this is the wrong way. I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like that's an awesome. Like those movies when they bring bring the 2D people mm-hmm. into the movie, like that's a whole different thing compared to what's happening now with Sonic. When it's... do we get a live Lilo and Stitch movie? Oh. Nate, Disney Plus next year. Yeah, Disney Plus original. I, don't know. I just Who thought watched... of like uh, another movie that may fall into this category soon, and I was just thinking about Lilo and Stitch. Why would that be in the same category? Because he's going to have to be fully CG. And he'd but be he wouldn't world. be from another. It'd but, be like an alien would. CG no, character, yeah, so they could not. make it look awesome, like a CGI I think they alien make from like Star Sonic Wars or Sonic. Or like Knuckles. it'd be scary if he looked like someone yeah. said. How? How? What about if the, at the end of the movie, like you find out James Marston's like nickname was is Knuckles? Does it get a zero star? Ruined it for That would be really bad, bro. Can you can we move on? Can we move on, dude? I like, don't even care. I, Can't wait to when see the motion picture next year. Trash, dude. Uh, oh, <laughs> we're going from one banger to another. Let's talk about that cast trailer, Nick. I'm gonna shoot it over to you real quick. I just I can't believe it. No, I'm not kidding. They have hands. <laughs> The CG is some of the worst I've ever seen. This <laughs> is a con- can I, here's a real okay. quote from Nick Talon. CG- Why do they have human hands? <laughs> this is the CG is actually incredible. I, I the don't problem care. Is is that you're go- it's conceptual? <laughs> I, it's- exactly. Why did they choose this? Like I can't believe. I I find myself laughing a lot in these situations because I picture like a bunch of probably ten plus people sitting around a table, and they're going through their first concepts. They're going through their first drafts and all these different steps that it takes to make a movie and it just got green lighted. It kept like people voted on it. It was good to go. I can't believe that they agreed that this was a good idea. Just make them look like cats. The voices are fine. I don't need to see freaking Jason Derulo's face for him to get his paycheck. He sings well, give him a cat face. He dances well. Yeah, but why? Yeah, the movie looks, uh, looks dreadful. How, How much is this? It looks like a nightmare. It's a fever it dream. It costs three hundred million dollars. It's like they said. It's like they set out at the start to they lose said, money. How can we make the biggest bomb possible? They said, "Let's make a three hundred million dollar cats movie." That comes out on the same weekend as Star Wars. That's the thing, dude. What if it? What if it does make its money though? It well, maybe. Like, isn't this a very huge? Like, people it's, it's love this massive. musical. It's massive. But it, I have not talked to any. I have heard zero people say. I'm excited for cats. Do you know how often you hear Star Wars get brought up amongst not just, yeah, just anybody? Yeah, regular people. Yeah, people like and talk about Star Wars. Nobody goes, did you see the new Cats trailer? <laughs> Everyone, No, and if they're saying it, it's like, dude, have you seen the new Cats trailer? <laughs> like, and then they go, Jesus. 
You can't bring your kids to it, man. They're going to be terrified. Idris Elba in cat form, it's something I never thought I would never wanted to see. I'm a pure soul. <laughs> what does he say? Oh, my. It's a, and then they say, cat got your tongue. He hasn't been in very Yikes. many good movies. And then you get the slapstick yeah. humor with Rebel Ever. Wilson's Ever? character hitting He's hitting such a good actor, face. though. He's a good actor. He was in Molly's Game. Wasn't yep. he? He's good in that. He's a good actor. But like he was in Hobbs and Shaw, Cats, uh, The Dark his- Tower. You're missing a standout role in The Office. Or, you know, more like The Wire. That was good, too. <laughs> right, what? It's The Wire that he was on. What's right? better, the off- his scenes in The Office or The Wire? I haven't seen The Wire. The The Wire. Whatever crime show he was on, that's his best work. Probably. Wasn't he in True Detective? He has, like, people say that because he's British, he has, like, one of the best Baltimorean accents that he slips up sometimes, but it's, like, almost flawless that really. He, can do that yeah so anyway i i won't probably go see this i may though because it's gonna be an interesting <clears throat> I'm seeing, one i'm literally seeing it out of morbid curiosity yeah oh yeah it'll be fun i heard it's only like 75 minutes long is that true is there a runtime announced yet dude did it cost 300 million yeah That's can we can we verify man. that i don't know how much did you think they paid taylor swift oh God. 10 mil 15 15 god i just can't talk about it anymore Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see this runtime. No, dude. For real. Move on. It's so interesting that it's directed by Tom Hooper, too, who is like, he's made good. some really good movies. What has he made? I'm sure that I'm sure the direction will be fine. It's the visuals. It's, it's the main... all the visuals. I don't know. Katz is... Tom Katz Hooper directed and... The Danish Girl, Les Mis, The King's Speech. Les Mis is a good music, a musical movie. Okay. Here's the thing with Katz. Let me break it down for you. So Cats is huge, but it also doesn't make any sense. Like Nate, it, the okay, guy, a lot of stuff doesn't make no, sense. No, no, no. Like it literally, like it's known for like just you just you're seeing people dance and perform. So if that's what the movie is and it's like cool numbers, then I guess it succeeds at what it's trying to do because that's all the show is really. But why does James Corden, a, a bigger cat in the film, why does he have human hands? Please <laughs> just give them all pause. have human hands. Yeah. I do want them to have freaking paws. That's the least you could do for me. They all have human hands. That's a problem. So there's nothing about the runtime yet. I thought I saw somewhere that it was only like 70-something minutes yeah. long, Thanks which for made our podcast. me freak Thanks out. Thanks for ruining our podcast. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, and then uh, two Christmases later, uh, we're going to finally get the Black Adam movie. What does this yeah. mean, Nate? The Shazam villain Black Adam, The Rock, will be playing him. And uh, in other news, the Joker cinematographer signed on to it. Like, it's fine, but why tell me two years out? Whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I thought they announced it. It's cool that we finally get an announcement since it's been, hey, they've been telling us it's coming out for years. So the fact that we finally have a date is interesting, but it's still a long ways out. Who knows? Hopefully yeah. it's good. I thought Black Adam was bad, but apparently he's still a hero. He's just got his own morals or something. I don't know. He's kind of a bad guy. Well, that's not what The Rock says on his Instagram post about Black Adam. Did you read it? I guess we'll see. Do you think he's, like, really rich? Yeah. Can't wait to see Jungle Cruise. (laughs) What is that? Jumanji. Shut up. I'm going to go see Jumanji. I like the first one. (laughs) It's fun. I like like it. Do you like the second one? Okay, so I like the second one. I like the original. If we're talking about the original, I like the original. Second one, I was surprised. I was like, I actually had a great I time with it. it. Zathura, though, that's pinnacle, baby. Do you know who directed that? John Favreau. Correct. Yeah. Yep. 
What happened to the actor that's in that? Is he Josh just, Hutcherson? He just done. No, he was in the Hunger Games. And he was in yeah, he was wh- in a show on Hulu. Tyler, we're approaching about probably seven years since the Yeah, but, but like what is what has Orlando games, Bloom done? I don't care about him though. Did I ask about him then? <laughs> You're, you're literally stupid. He just had an I'm amazing. I'm talking about scene Journey the to the Center of the, the Earth, movie. boy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Journey to the Center. Is that is that Josh Hutcherson? <clears throat> he is in that, yeah. Dude, this kid made all his money before he bridged the Terabithia. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's Why does he need to be in more movies? You're I'm pretty right. Sure he was in you like know what? By the dozen as I, well. Hold on, <laughs> I take it back. Was it RV? Ju- He's in RV lifting with, weights. Yeah, with JoJo. Oh yeah, with Robin Williams. Ah, question. Hold on. JoJo. Isn't that the girl in that? No, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> no, no, look it up, dude. What's her name? She's got an unconventional name. Hey, but hold on. What's his name? Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, good for him. You know what? He secured the bag <laughs> by age thirteen. Yeah. Uh, you do you, man. I bet he's like investing in some taco business or something. Okay, it's Jojo. That's literally her name. <laughs> <laughs> the actress in RV. <laughs> what else is she in? <laughs> she was an artist back in like the 2000s. She's in Aquamarine, which I actually seen that movie. <laughs> I did rate it at one and a half star. <laughs> She's in GBF. Is that the mermaid one? Yep, on Disney Channel. I, I remember that movie. I didn't see that. Show. It was man an hour and f- or I was on Nickelodeon. Minutes. I'm pretty sure. It do- doesn't matter. Um, okay, next up. Speaking of Nickelodeon, we got the new SpongeBob, uh, a Sponge Out of Water trailer. Unconventional art style. Very. It looks like a video Bob. game to me. Um, but yeah, original cast returning. Good. Uh, Keanu Reeves. They're doing the Missing Gary storyline again, which is interesting because they already did that. All I'm going to say, trailer yeah, really it was a good me. episode. I remember that. Trailer really worried me to start, but it really finished it strong. Really, it, Patrick really took finished a turn. strong. <laughs> it really took a turn for greatness once Patrick said, bet it all on L. <laughs> <laughs> No, then he says, then he says that's a seven. Patrick, he says seven starts with an L. What does that even mean? That's that's what I watched SpongeBob for. And then the irony. I don't even remember what SpongeBob. It was irony. Irony. And he said, "Oh yeah," and he's ironing. Like he said, while they're driving, while the car's moving. Anyway. He I'll says, go you see have a great, He goes, you have a great sense of irony. He goes, I love my sense of ironing. And then he puts, he's ironing his shirt and he puts it on. Hold on, though. I missed the other movie that came out. I completely forgot yeah, about the that. second Worth one. a watch? I heard, it was, I heard it was good. SpongeBob Fish Out of Water. Sponge Out of Water. No, that's what this is, right? No, no that's that what the was last one was other one. What is this? Where's Gary? No, it's not. It, Sponge Out of Water was the last one. What's this, this one called? I don't Spon- know. Honestly, first SpongeBob movie, great. Yeah. Yeah, okay. David Hasselhoff. I'm and a that's goofy goober rock. Dun, like, that's dun, like dun. Oh, when I first saw Keanu Reeves, I was like, "Well, that's stupid." But then I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> that's perfect." In the first freaking SpongeBob movie, David yeah, his chest opens up, doesn't it? And like it creeps him down into yeah. the ocean. Again. My name is Patrick. That's Celtic for what did he say? I forget. So I don't know. It's just it really picked up. It picked up some steam. <laughs> said, Once Motley my Crue name, started, my playing, name means toaster in Celtic. That's and he said, said, "No, yeah. it no, it doesn't." <laughs> It's it's a uh, it's a uh, sponge on the run, sponge on the good run. name. I mean, sure. Oh yeah, fine. I probably won't see it. It's but weird. We'll see. <laughs> Once it goes to Netflix, I will. It's weird because the original plan for this movie is it was going to be called "It's a Wonderful Sponge," and it was going to be like "It's a Wonderful Life." Did we mention this on the yeah. podcast like months ago? Yeah, but now it's now it's another Gary story, That's and maybe it had to do with the passing of the creator of SpongeBob, Correct. and. I just want to give a shout out. He never wanted spinoffs or anything like that. And now Nickelodeon Greenlit a spinoff of 
SpongeBob when he was younger, and uh, Netflix has a spinoff of Squidward coming. So I, I oh, do want to so talk capitalism about capitalism wins. That it's cool that all of the since Disney has Disney Plus that Nickelodeon made a deal with Netflix, Netflix. and Cartoon Networks making a deal with HBO Max. Is that well, yeah, because it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, I think that's awesome, and it'd be super cool if on HBO Max Warner Brothers put all of their old cartoons, all Looney that. Tunes, all that stuff. That would be Man, that would just be you're really right. Cool I love cable. It, well, think about if you did HBO Max, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus. I know, but when they add that more content, they probably feel like HBO. they can bump up the prices. Then you're paying a hundred dollars a month. They won't bump no because they all want to be competitive. No, They're I agree gonna, though. None of them will get up to twenty. They're all going to stay around ten. To you're right. It's beautiful though because all the content, it, literally all of it, is at our fingertips. Now. I I will, instead of paying for cable, we're paying for it all. It, we're paying for we're paying for the library. I like that Disney Plus is something that I will not keep forever ever either because it has a catalog that is easy enough to watch all the content that I want to see and then not pay for it anymore. Yeah. And then if I really feel the need to if watch all the Marvel cool movies. Fair enough. Stuff. Yeah, fair enough. I didn't really think about that. I'm sure. Like Netflix I'm, and all those other ones you need to keep forever because they constantly have a rotating bunch of movies come in and off and new content and stuff where as Disney plus, yeah, it'll have its own original content, but it's really going to be that Disney library yeah. that you want it for. But you never and know I went when through you the entire library and added everything I wanted to watch. And it really didn't like, it's not going to take me that long to get through everything. So did you add Eddie's million dollar cook off? No. Did you Dude, I love that movie? You had smart house. No, God, I guess we aren't friends. If there's any Disney luck of the channel, Irish, I did not watch the Disney channel growing up. Because I had a higher IQ than all the kids. Yeah, you do kind of look like a Billy. What is it, Billy and uh, Your Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yeah, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, you were okay, you were uh, pretty emo, huh? Look, I love Ed, Ed and Eddie more than the next guy, you know. But let's rewind on this <laughs> and say that you had a higher IQ. <laughs> so you watched Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> Literally a bunch of idiots hanging out. <laughs> that show's pretty bad. But, but yeah, I get what you're saying. And uh, I was just kidding. All I care about with this whole Netflix thing is give me a Danny Phantom show. Uh, live action? <laughs> no, dude. I don't know if I could handle that. I don't guess Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think the director could handle that either. It would be terrible. <laughs> okay, I could handle it. Yeah, I so bet you Palm, could, Nate. Bomb, bomb. Palm Clementif. I don't know how to necessarily say her name. But Mantis. Mantis and Guardians of the Galaxy joins Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Sure. So I think cool. what this is, because everyone that joins this is in both parts so far. So I think this is just like a two-part finale to the franchise. That's sure. What I think it's shaping up to be. Cool. Uh, it's Wait, a, Nate, there is no such thing as a finale. In 20 years, we'll have another one. Where he's 70 years old. It doesn't old. matter. They'll reboot it eventually. I'm not going to call anything a finale anymore. The Star is Wars? A, Give it 30 it's, years. It's the finale of Skywalkers. Okay. Yeah, some of them will make, someone will make a cameo in 20 years. Am yeah, I being a cynic? The, but it's the end of the saga. Am I being a cynic? Correct. But you know what I mean, though. No. Okay. Because even if they reboot it, it's the end of the Tom Cruise saga. Xenu never dies. Xenu never dies, man. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. The sequel's coming to Netflix. Eddie Murphy and Jerry Bruckheimer returning. I think that's cool. I really want to watch. Is this the Eddie Murphy Assance? I really want to watch Dolmite is my name. I know. I haven't I watched too. it yet. The original Dolmite movie is on Amazon Prime, and I want to watch that before I watch the Dolmite. Okay. I started it really wild. Like, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I heard it's just a yeah, crazy it's, movie. It's crazy. Yeah, 
Rudy Ray Moore, the guy that he's playing, the the real life guy, was just like he just wanted to make super hardcore movies that and nobody would produce them, so he just did it himself, and they're nuts. So, how are you feeling, Nick? I don't really have any thoughts on the past couple. Have you ever seen Beverly seen. Hills Cop? I have not, and the um, original is fantastic. Have you ever seen it, Nate? No, it's I'm, super good. I laughed almost the whole man. time. It's not a reboot. It's a sequel. I don't care. In a in a way, it's a reboot. It's a sequel. In a way, is Force Awakens a reboot? In a way, <laughs> you're a joke. <laughs> All right, uh, Noah Hawley is going to write and direct the next Star Trek with the original crew returning. Chris Pine, meaning Chris Pine and everybody. Yeah, sweet. So shout out. I've never seen. Is, how okay? So I saw the first one. Then there's we, three. So I've not Trek, seen the Star Trek the next two. So Star Trek I, Beyond. So here's my rankings. I like Star Trek 1. Star Trek 2, eh. Star Trek 3, haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. And that's my rank. I think Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond is a substantially better franchise than the entire Star Wars saga. So every Star Wars movie that's come out, all eight of them, nine, ten... 11, 10 or 11 movies are not as good as the three Star Trek hey, movies. Hey, give him a couple of seconds so he can take it back. No, I don't take it back. The Star Trek movies are much better than the Star Wars movies. They're much more well thought out. The lore is better. The characters are written better. They're more entertaining. The battles are better. So are you Fight taking, are you taking Hot Han take. Solo or Spock? Spock. He knows the pressure points. So you are one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, way, that's the way the ship's gonna go down, <laughs> huh? Name name <laughs> name any character. I want three more characters from Star Trek besides Captain Kirk and Spock. Khan. <laughs> <laughs> um uh hold on. Oh, he's on the spot. Doc. Well, I don't remember his oh, name. Oh, Doc Ock. He's really good in that film. Well, I don't remember his always held down his name either. So now name Star Wars characters and how iconic iconic ones. You can just name the iconic ones. That's not fair. Nobody you said the lore. You said the lore is better. Nobody talks to me about Star Trek. When I'm watching the movie, it's more entertaining There's and engaging reason. because it's no, because it's one more m- way more thought out. I don't talk about Star Trek with my friends, so I don't remember it when I hear my friends say Obi-Wan Kenobi and fucking Anakin Skywalker 400 times a day. Of course, I'll know their names more. That okay. doesn't mean it's a better movie. I so can have my opinion. I can tell when Tyler's getting mad because he talks faster. So here we go. We got Obi-Wan. We got Anakin. Skywalker. It's, even though they're garbage, they are amazing characters. Oh, no, they're not. How are they amazing because characters they're in, if they're horrible other, in the they're movies? They're in things other than the movies. That doesn't... So... What do you mean, so? So you can't watch the movies and go, those are great characters because of all the outside stuff that I'd have to read and study for hours to Here's understand the thing. them. I still think they're great characters, just like I think Batman's a great character, even though I don't like him in every recreation of Star Wars, or Batman. True. I, guess what? You boot up another Obi-Wan movie, he's a great character. The Solo movie, that's not Harrison Ford, but I still think it's a great iteration of Solo. <clears throat> Is he a great character in the movies? I, Han I Solo, like, yes. Wait, Han no, Solo, yes. Wait, no, no, no. I thought if we're talking about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan I think yes. Obi-Wan's good. The movies the are garbage, but so. if you take the individual, I think Anakin, terrible direction, Not terrible good. acting, but the premise of Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader is a great story. Darth Vader is a great They just character. butchered it. They fumbled the bag. Luke, great but character. I know, I, you know what? You, if you like Star Trek, I more I agree. But what I was saying is that just because they're garbage in the movie doesn't mean they're less of a character, I guess. I don't know. Because I guess... In my head, they transcend the movie. 
because I guess I'm connected. I guess I guess Star Trek from childhood better directed because J.J. Abrams directed. Yeah, George Lucas phenomenal. really They're fumbled the bag. Well acted, well written. The cinematography, is the good. set design, yeah. every the special effects, the music choices in the movies, everything about it's fantastic. All of them. But they also opinion. came out what Trilogy. ten years after the prequels. As far as set design and everything like that, CG. Sure, there are better movies than The Force Awakens than The Last Jedi, too. <laughs> also, I have to go back and retract a. I have to go back and retract something. Watch um, Star Trek Beyond, dude. I okay. think you'll love it, honestly. Okay. I have to go back. Maybe not even like But you said then the movies, and I think Star Trek and the second one, for for sure, the second one is not better. Even, I'm, not, think, I'm not a big Last Jedi fan, and Last Jedi I, is better than why don't why What don't you like about Into Darkness? I can, without tell, I can tell you nothing except that cons in the movie. And so you don't the, re, do you remember it that much? Yeah, at all? I remember that there's the ship crashes onto the planet. Whoa, hey, I, whoa. Literally, it doesn't matter. And then they go to the <laughs> aliens with the Klingons. That okay, whoa, Klingons. My favorite part about Into the Darkness is that this old man in front of me was watching it, and when it was revealed that it was Khan, he like glowed. He was like, "Oh, is my the only God. time you've seen it when you saw it in theaters?" Um, in I think I saw it one more time. I that's it. I have to go. I have. I the thing is, is that I've had no urge to watch it again. Of course, man. I ha- I have to go back and retract the statement, though. I said George Lucas fumbled the bag, metaphorically he did, but George in, in a sense he secured, secured the, bag. the bag because he made a billion dollars. So <laughs> he secured a four billion dollar bag. No I wonder he has the whole... way J.J. Abrams directs his big yeah. epic movies. Yeah. So for me, Star Trek Into Darkness was great. I've never seen The Wrath of Khan. I have no connection to Khan. I don't know who he is. So when it's revealed that it's Khan, I'm like, cool. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was a good villain. I think that, do you remember the scene where they have to jump from the one ship to the other ship? Yeah. It is amazing. Like, there's so much awesome stuff in that movie, and it's great. I think it's a tons of good fun. I remember liking the a big first sci-fi one. movie. I do. I guess I'm just not as connected. I like, didn't grow up with that shit. When I compare the agony of trying to suffer through the Star Wars prequels compared to, like, actually having a good time, it's not even close. Well, then go watch all the original Star Trek shows. I've heard the premise of some of the episodes. It's probably just as bad as the prequels. And to be honest, that's People still, absolutely that's... love the original Star Trek shows because of okay. what people all, love, not all people of them. love. Not the, all of them. People not love every the Clones uh, TV show for Star Wars. People love the Star Wars books. If we're talk... I'm talking about just the movies, dude. What are you but doing? But you're talking about the lore. You said the lore. When you mentioned the, the lore, movies. you're just... In the movie, even you can't just, just do movie. that. Though. Even in, in just the, the movies, the lore is better in Star Wars. Are you kidding me? It doesn't even make any goddamn sense yes, in the prequels. Does. How does it make okay. any sense? Look at What's you. the Trade Federation? Here's, here, here's what I'm going to say. Why is Naboo being in, what's it in trouble? Stop no, yelling. Stop. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm sorry. You said all the movies, and the prequels aren't all the movies. There's m- majority of the Star Wars movies are not the prequels. And those are... That is a true sentiment now. Yeah, that is. At one point, it was half the movies. Yeah, which was a shame. And no, I'm not going to sit here and defend the prequels any how day was, of the week. Uh, how was it finding out the truth behind Han Solo's name? That's some great Star Wars Oh, lore. no, it's terrible. They but, like, the there's better, but, like, like, look at all like the Like the lightsaber. Stuff, like the lightsaber is the Force. The Sith. What in Star Trek? I, look, it doesn't and make I think Star Trek is good, too. Sense but to it's, it's just military, and there's other aliens. Yeah, sure. And I remember this. Cause I, that's I all learned, you get from the movies. I learned how to do this with my hand. If you can't see, let's live long and prosper. That is lore. That is lore. And I do still hold that with me. <laughs> I will watch the other two movies. Okay. And I guess it's from bias, watch, too, I, because me and Nate clearly we, rewatch them. I would just rewatch them all if it's been a while since you've seen yeah. them. Yeah. I remember I had to close my eyes during the sex scene in the first one. Great scene. With the green lady? I thought she was blue. Uh, it's one of them. 
<laughs> it's it's anyway. some pri- it's some color. Moving yeah. on. Wait, but Noah Hawley's directing the next one. Yeah, I don't know so who that's, that is. I want to address that. <laughs> uh, Noah Hawley had, was the showrunner for what I would argue some of the best seasons of television that I would ever seen in the Fargo show. If you guys haven't seen it, it's really, really great. Just that kind of – he really kind of gets the Coen Brothers sensibilities right of the Fargo movie where it's like this semi-dark comedy drama – uh, but mm-hmm. it's really funny, and it's also great, full of tremendous acting, really great dialogue. So the fact that he's writing and directing a Star Trek movie, I think, is awesome. I know he made he has one feature film under his belt that bombed. Nobody liked it. What was it? Lucy in the Sky oh, with Natalie man. Portman. But how come I just at like, least he tried to make at least he tried That's to make fun. some like original idea that he had and make it work, and it didn't. Yeah. It wasn't great. But he's also made some really great stuff. So the fact that they trust him to make a Star Trek movie, I think, is really cool. Let's I see. agree. You know and, who I'd rather? Andy did Legion. You know who I'd rather and people have? People love that show too, right? I never saw it, but did yeah. you see any? Uh, I've watched a couple episodes, and what I think is that he has a very unique style, and I, I'd like to see what he does with Star Trek. You know who I'd rather see direct a Star Trek film? Quentin Tarantino. No. Yes, uh, but that's not fair. The guy right? who directed Ex Machina, Annihilation. Oh, Alex Garland? Yeah. That would also yeah. be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be money, dude? That anyway. would be amazing. Yeah. But like I think Noah Hall, that's a cool choice. It's interesting. Yeah, sure. It's not a huge name. Um, give him a shot, right? You know yeah. what? I'm always I'm gonna give people it. a shot. You know, <laughs> even if I hated the prior movies, I'll go see it. If, and if the premise is strong enough. And being a fan of the other movies, I think it's really cool that the uh, the cast is returning the OGs. because the ending of the last movie is really great. And they definitely could have just left. Like it's it's fine if we never get a fourth movie the way it ends, which is awesome. But it's also cool that in fulfilling that we get one more. But I hope they wrap it up. I always like when series have a build to something and you wrap it up. That's why we just touched on Mission Impossible. We didn't even talk about it much. But like the idea that it's two more, it's going to be a two-parter. So the seventh movie is going to be this huge epic cliffhanger. You can already tell. And it's going to lead into eight. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what? And then end the series. I always like that. So yeah. hopefully that's the next Star Trek movie. I concur. I like Chris Pine a lot. I think he's underrated. I think that's the problem with a lot of the franchises now is like there's no end in sight, but it's why like Avengers Endgame was awesome because yeah. that was the end for everything. It's, I agree. It's why Rise of Skywalker hopefully will be cool because it'll be the end of the saga finally, and it's like, you know, I just, the end's always kinda, the coolest part. It's so. kind of crazy how many ends we got this year alone. Yeah, remember Game of Thrones, guys? No. Why does that seem like so long <laughs> Isn't ago? Isn't that it, weird to even think It about. brings pain within me. Hey, Nate, oh, should we yeah. touch on that really fast, the Amelia Clark stuff? What happened what? to her? With the nude scenes? Oh yeah, that's that's pretty sad. It is, and, and I, good for her for going. No, yeah, I don't need, need to. to do that. Yeah. yeah. So could you could you imagine being asked that? You got to make your your fans happy. It's like stop Excuse sweating, me? dude. Get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's freaking disgusting. messed up. That's good messed for up. Her. And also, shouts out to uh, Jason Momoa as well because there's a nice Jason Momoa anecdote. What is what? Where he where she's like, where she would would was talking with him about it. Like every time, like they would try to. She's like, well, maybe they got a point. And he's like, no, baby, that's not okay. <laughs> and that was like a direct quote of what he said. I was like, Jason Momoa is like this weird. Yeah, like, he, he looks, looks like, like he would kill you, but like also he's like the sweetest person alive somehow. He's so an enigma. He's an enigma. <laughs> he's such a cool looking guy. But <laughs> yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what Amelia Clark does. And she's a, she's just a nice, genuine person. You know, yeah. And she, no one, no actress deserves to, for someone to say. You got to get nude if you want people to like this. Yeah, because like, it's not what? true. What? That's not true at all. Yeah. Um. Number two, watching Solo right now in the middle of a rewatch. Amelia Clark, not that bad of an actress. No, not, she's not good. at all. 
uh, Terminator Genesis though. Hold well, that out. Let's just let's just say misstep for everyone that <laughs> even saw the movie. Yeah, it's just for, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, how can back. you totally blame someone for? When you're in a movie with terrible writing and the direction isn't good. So exactly. Like, so why blame Anakin and Obi-Wan's characters because of the writing? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Are we starting to see the turn of Netflix? Because Roma is going to be the first Netflix movie to be on the Criterion Collection. And boy, does that cover look beautiful. Oh. I, that may be my next Criterion purchase. Oh. When does it release, Nathan? Oh, Nathaniel? no idea. Oh. December 16th. Oh, Literally just threw something out. That Roma was all right. You think Mind of the Gap gets a Criterion? No. Hoop I, Dreams did. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know how Hulu works with all that because Hulu's oh, owned by Disney. People forget about that. Majority stakeholder in Hulu <coughs> is Disney. Bless you. I like Itu Mama Tambien more than I liked Roma. Okay. I can't you know, remember if I do or not. So I, I, I think I like, Ro- I like Roma Mama better. Did Wait, I nail it or no, what? Yeah, Itu Mama Tambien? Itu <laughs> Mama <laughs> No, like they truth, put Mama Coco on the ofrenda. No, but truly, Itu Mami, Mama Tambien, amazing movie. But I think Roma is, I think it's better at a technical think, level. Do I you think. think Marriage Story goes the Criterion, dude? I am I so excited for that. Movie. I didn't know it was written and directed by Noah Baumbach. Yeah, and I love Francis Ha, dude. It's like the more I hear about this movie, the more I'm excited for it. I've been watching like the actors on actors or whatever. I watched the one with Scarlett Johansson and I watched the one with Adam Driver and this movie just looks She's like She's not a cool person nice. though, is she? she? Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> but, but like repeated too, right? Well, here's the thing. Well, Marriage Story is the highest rated movie like critically since um, Moonlight. Like it's at 97 on Metacritic or something like that. Which well, means the average review is nine point seven out of ten. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, and pe- the craziest thing that I've heard from, like you know, ex- like people that write for magazines and stuff like that, where it's their job to literally cover film and everything like that, when they're talking about award season, like some people are saying that like Adam Driver may win Best Actor. Good. And this is in a year He's where a great Phoenix is the Joker. What are the odds though that De Niro, Pesci, or Pacino win? For a lifetime legacy. achievement yeah. award, a huge I don't thing. think so. I Being don't think with so. Scorsese in a movie that's getting it's gotten a lot of praise already, but I don't think it's gonna win. And I don't know, we'll see. The I gotta thing watch that both sucks of these though movies. is you have to remember that Green Book won Best Picture last year. If, so, does it really matter at all who or what deserves to win, Nate? You're right, Tyler. It's all about politics to me. With the Irishman being Martin Scorsese, not potentially his last movie, but a huge deal to get De Niro, Pesci, Pacino in a movie again. People are talking really good now about what, performances. Now what both of those movies have against it is that they're both Netflix movies. That's true. Roma won a, a ton of awards last year. It, but it didn't win the ones that people thought it still should. Director. It, it should have won. Did it, it won. It won director. It didn't win uh, Best Picture. <laughs> it won Best Cinematography, Best Foreign, Best Director. That's it. Those are th- three, three major big categories, and, and it should have won Best Picture. But why? Like, I guess the problem with America is uh, you can't give the best film all the awards has, because then people's feelings you get can't hurt. Give I'm best, sick of that. You can't give Best Picture a movie that has subtitles. The fact that the Green Book is people like it got the bigger award than Roma is absolutely Was it the same year. It doesn't feel like it. I don't remember. Yeah, because they're not even in the same class. Was it the same year? Yes. Oh my God! No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It, that, no. Yes. No. It, it was all last year. No. No. What do you? Are you guys like? Come on, think I'm back. It's not that far. Same year. 
No. Yeah, Black Panther was nominated. Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Actor. No. Freaking Rami Malek. Yeah, we're. I'm telling you right now, Green Book, people thought that was on the same level as Roma, and I'd rather die than think about that thought. No. this. Nate, what are you... Uh, come on. He's checking Dig to make deep, sure. Man. Okay, best... Best picture. Uh, Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. The f- Exit out, Nate. Roma was in there. What happened? Yeah, Green man. There's it's lots all, of problems. It's all campaigning. There's it's lots like, of problems. It's like the American presidency. It's all about how much money you put into it. Oh, and then you win. What Dude, Birdman won a couple years ago. If the, if we were, even if we were a couple years back, Roma that's true. wins. It, it feels like yeah. sometimes that's not true, and then sometimes it's clearly true. It's like, like, but, like I feel like sense? it's even it was even worse last year. Because, no. like, in a regular year, I feel like Roma's <laughs> the one that wins. Nate's shocked over here still at Roma. Even Cold War, like at least give Cold War best foreign and then Roma best picture if you're that concerned. Well, that wouldn't make any sense because Cold War's already on Criterion. We but have like, two of the criteria. That wouldn't make any sense though. I know it wouldn't. I know. When do you think the Green Book Criterion comes out? Here's my. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah, this... the the Netflix Criterion Collection. <laughs> what happened? That's the thing too is that we're right though. Like they like even if it's even if it's not like if we don't necessarily agree with the best picture winner, most of the time though it's like okay. I can see why that one. Even The Shape of Water. Like I didn't that, love exactly. it, but it was like, you know, it's a beautiful yeah. movie. Guillermo del Toro was great. Yeah. Sure. It makes sense. And it's like, and then the year before that, what? Moonlight? Yeah. Is that Moonlight? Or La La Land. Yeah. Either one. Any. Coin, coin flip. Both amazing. And Both then, best of the year. And for that, what know. was 2015? Spotlight, I think. And I, I love lo- I, When I saw Spotlight, I said that I hope that wins best picture because I think the, it's a phenomenal movie and the, the message short is great. Show, the big short show. Oh, are you excited for the writer of Big Shorts, his next movie? It's that one, the Fox News one. We talked. To, oh, really? Yeah. Which, I'm, I, I always, what's it called? I think the bombshell. Yeah. With Charlie Staron, Margot uh, Robbie, and Nicole Kidman. What are they? Who are they playing? It's uh, the I forget Charlie the Staron premise, plays but, Megyn Kelly. Yeah. During oh that whole gosh. scandal. Did you guys watch the impeachment hearing? No, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say though, yeah, I'm, I, those movies always interest this me. Is, it doesn't matter. I love those kind of fast-paced, uh, big, short-type movies. This is going to be – I feel like this is going to be a good year for the Academy Awards. I hope so. I hope so. All, I've seen a lot of really good Academy movies or esque ones that could be nominated. I just let, Maybe maybe my boy will win, you know? Did Poop. you guys Adam see Driver. the trailer for Mark Ruffalo's new movie? That's I like heard that's going to be great, too. Written and directed by the people – or not directed, but it's written by the people who did Spotlight and The Post, and it's a real similar story about a town being poisoned by some chemical company – and it looks phenomenal. The thing I'm is in. that all the, rev- all the reviews say that it's great. It's just not getting a lot of press, which is sad. What's so it even called? I never even heard of it. I never even heard of it. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot what it's called. You guys, what it's called. Man, do you guys remember Wind River, man? Yeah. I'm sorry. Such an outstanding you know why that movie. Got, you know why that Weinstein. Yeah. Yep. And it was poorly marketed, too, by the way. Taylor Sheridan, though. His he next got movie. got it back. Wait, wait, he he has... bought the rights back to Wind River, so now it's his movie. That's badass. Good move, Tyler Sheridan. Wait, but hold, Sheridan. hold on. What's his next movie? Because anything he does now. Uh, Dude, was it? it was something uh, out in the woods, man. Yeah. Something like the Montana Wilderness or oh. something. <laughs> Sign me up. Dude, they could shoot on a potato. I'm in. <laughs> shoot it on a freaking 2010 GoPro. I'm in, dude. He's, he's good. a good filmmaker. He just knows what he's doing. He wrote Sicario, right? Correct. Oh my, go ahead. He, man. he also he wrote Sicario, wrote <coughs> and directed. Hallor- no, he wrote, wrote Wind River, and then wrote and direct. Nope. Or no, he wrote and directed Wind River, and he wrote Hell or High Water. All of them. 
<laughs> so good. You know what? Outstanding movie. I'll, those are my movies, dude. Those <laughs> are my are. movies. I know they are. What did you and Emily say after you saw Hell or High Water? That's a Tyler Bourne movie. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That was my number one of the year. <laughs> so good. It was amazing, man. I'm going to have to rewatch that one soon. Do you like Nocturnal Animals? Love oh, Nocturnal Animals. <laughs> oh, I love that movie too, man. That, I saw that on opening night. I remember it was it was the same week that Christmas Office Party movie came out. Do you guys remember that? Office Christmas Party. And there was a line forming. <laughs> There was a line forming in one of the theaters, and I went up to the guy it's working at the story. theater, and, you said, and I said, what's what's I, I said, is this the line for Nocturnal Animals? And he said, what's that? <laughs> said, and I looked above. Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. And then so we went to our theater. There's about five, ten people in there, and we watched the film. Great opening. <laughs> oh, but anyway. so good. What else we got, Nate? That's it for the news. Anyone else have any other things that they wanted to talk about? Have you guys seen the trailer for the rhythm section with Blake Lively and all Yeah. That? Thoughts? Maybe it will be good. Looks interesting. I don't right? really care. Yeah, but it's a January movie, which kind of gets me a little. Did you guys? Did you finally see the trailer for the movie The Lodge? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. That, what do you think? It looks very interesting. Any cult movies? Cult horror? Yeah, I'm in. It looks good. I've heard it's getting pretty good reviews. Okay, sweet. I did. The listen, shots are good. Ooh, I listened there's some to someone, crispy shots. a critic's review on YouTube who I respect, and they gave it a pretty decent review. So I'm excited. Yeah. So well, who like is a the good critic? Movie. Chris Stuckman. Oh, it's yeah. very it's very interesting how a lot of these horror movie trailers are doing the heredity hereditary good trailer. because guess what that's a good movie if they're gonna try and copy the, a good movie the good thing for with them the lodge is so they kind of have some similar things as hereditary with like a dollhouse type thing yeah. in the house and they they were in production when hereditary yeah, was in yeah production, of course. so they didn't copy anything but it's like there's a lot of aspects that are similar hereditary that some people are criticizing but Come on, that's not anybody's fault. Yeah, like, it's just that this came out later. And to be honest, from my perspective, as long as it's uh, it gets my bones moving a little bit, my little clatter here and Who there. Who's the I'm main in. actress? I think it's like a relative newcomer. I'll, yeah, I'll pull it up real I, fast. She's recognizable. Yeah, and Finn she's Wolfhard's good. in it. He no. plays the drums. <laughs> You're thinking of That movie looks bad. That's what the lady from Terminator, that Mackenzie so Davis. She's we're, good we already confirmed the ending on the podcast for that one, right? What? The, the two kids are the oh, the parents, and they just never yeah, got Yeah, the lodge average score 3.3, was, so it's like relatively, relatively good. No, I thought that, well, the parents for sure are dead, and they watch over them. No, Riley in, Keough, that's them. who is in Mad Max Free Road. Okay, yep, yep. She was in yep, Logan Lucky. Yep. It Comes at Night. Yep. I know who it is. Hold the dark. Guys, can I song. can I tell you guys something really fast? I forgot about Honey Boy, and that may be my number one movie on the year. Or anticipated movie on the year. I'm really curious to see that. My top three, uh, most an- that's like maybe in the top five. 19, top three most anticipated. 1917, oh, But dude. like that's not until January for us. Uncut Gems is up there for me. Uh, 1917. Knives Out. Yep. Marriage Story. Sure. And Star Wars. You can, I, it's gonna feel so good opening night on Star Wars when it's super packed and the music starts and your whole your body, body tingles chills. a little bit. It's then, gonna be really and cool. And then I have to use the bathroom and I can't get up and then my legs stop working and I Help, start sweating. I fall and then I can't get and, up. And there's gonna be one thing that like when uh, Luke tosses the lightsaber over his shoulder, I say, eh. <laughs> and then he starts drinking milk out of titty. I'm He's, like, eh. yeah, I can't wait for the hour and a half mark when they go to the fifth random planet that's boring as hell and I don't care about and it. it. Like, and there's a side quest with some animals that they got to rescue. Backtracking like, a little eh. bit. Backtracking a little bit. And then they introduce bit. 50 new droids and cute little animals to make you happy. And then I go like, eh. 
And then the ending, there's so much going on. You can barely understand. The story was not nearly convincing enough to make me care about anything like, that's happening. Eh. And then the last shot, I go like, oh, I love Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see an awesome lightsaber battle to cap it off. And you go, good job, guys. That's what I like to say. I really love this <laughs> Back, one. Yeah. Backtrack, five out of five. Backtracking a little bit, um, I have to say, I, I decide I am a Shia LaBeouf stan. I think he's. he's I really enjoy his presence in movies, and I'm happy he's he's making his way back in a lot of yes, in indie, like more indie movies. I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, will we ever get Honey Boy by us? No, I'm convinced we won't see like any of the good movies this year. I I'll, like I'll, I'll drive for that one. Well, I'll drive for that one. I was surprised that well, it's already out, Nick. So go what? for it. Uh, I've, I'm surprised we got Parasite and Lights Out. So uh, how do you guys feel about Lights going out? to the AMC app and it says AMC Artesian? It's like, artisan, dude. Artisan. No, he's you. It's either way. Thank I've you. heard it both ways. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, but uh, movies like Ford v Ferrari. Look at that's it's their smaller budget. No, it's no, original no. ideas. That's I'm what it is. I'm fine for it because it's how they market these smaller movies, and I'm fine with it. That's but like, true. it's like yeah, Joker was an artesian movie. I hate when I, when I saw it. I'm just it makes my stomach turn. I've like, never how, heard anyone call AMC it that. Pushing, dude, it's artisan. It's, it's how AMC's pushing these smaller original idea movies, which Say is it? fine by me. Last week, did we artisan? talk about it's artisan? Artesian? Say, say Artesian? No. No. Anyway, how do you guys... Did we talk about last week that uh, people think uh, cult classics are billion-dollar movies? Oh, well, yeah, we... But that they're, was... they're wrong. So that's the end of the <laughs> <Okay>. conversation. <laughs> a cult classic right, is something that completely flops, real. and there's a cult following, meaning there's a small group of people that like die, live Zach by Snyder it, die movies? by it. Kind of. Not all of them, but like things like 300. No. That can be considered a cult classic because there's a huge fan I disagree. of people who love it. Why? I think that Zack Snyder has a cult following. He His does movies aren't cult classics. Some of them, some of them have a cult. None of them are classic cult classics yet, but they have cult followings. You're right. He has a cult following a, for sure. For me, like a, the Room <laughs> is a like cult classic. Cult. When it first came <laughs> like, out, no one heard of the Room, and it builds. People live by it. They die by it, and bombs. It makes none, no money. And then it slowly builds up because then people are in tune with yeah, what. But that's like the most cult classic. I'm move kind of movie, but there's tons of levels of that. Like Escape from New York with John Carpenter and Kurt Russell is a cult classic, but that doesn't have the Do same you, kind of people call the, the Princess the Bride a cult classic. Is it? Was it small I when it came I, out? Maybe just because it still has a, a really popular fan base, kind of like yeah, people still like seeing it in theaters. I and think only it. the test of time will show what's cult classics. But if the movie yeah, made true. three billion dollars at the box office, it's not. It's a cult not classic. because then that's a general public classic. Because that's yeah. like is Star Wars a cult classic? Is Avatar? No, it's exactly. just a classic yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's not even a classic. It's a freaking blockbuster <laughs> that will live in history. It made that much money. Yeah, we decide if it. it we'll know fifty years from now if Star people Wars are still saying it's one of the best ever made. Yes, go ahead. Yes, touch. But me. is Revenge of the Sith? No, no. We're about fifteen no. years out from Revenge of the Sith. It's, it's not a, a classic, classic, but it made up almost a bill. It's rough. Okay, let's jump into what we saw. Okay. Would you guys like me to start on this? You always one? do. I love it when you go first. Dude. All right. So uh, since the last time we talked, I watched Almost Famous. Oh, yeah. I did, too. I really enjoyed that one. I it did was. Too. I didn't love it as much as some people around us. <coughs> Luca Sasita. Was he but, mad that you didn't like no, it as much no. as No, no. I still not. gave it a four out of five. Great music. <laughs> great kind of uh, generational type thing because it takes place in the 70s. It's a cool to take a kind of a deep dive into that culture. Um, good characters, decent story. Um, other than that, I had a good time with it. There's no really negative things to say, but it didn't exactly. really. It there's didn't. some parts in it that I was kind of like, yeah, like the air, the airplane almost going down. I was like, okay, 
Um, there, there's a lo- kind of a pseudo love story that I just didn't care about. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, at the end of the day, I was like, okay, this is decent. But then the ending really pulled it together yeah. and made it like that four out of five. Like I'd go back. It's like for me, it's like a movie like Chef. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch, but it makes me feel good, and I like all most components oh, about it. So I'll go back and watch it. I think Chef is almost perfect. Oh, I love them, Chef. Them's fighting words. This this would maybe burn Luca a little bit. I burn think him in the kitchen. Did, so yeah, you, I like Chef, <laughs> but I don't know why we're comparing them. But I like. But chef. I'm chef saying like is, a feel good chef's movie. Good, dude. dude. I think I give Chef a four and a half. <laughs> I think Chef's a five out of five for me. Almost. Really? But you know what is good. a five out of five for me? Rewatch No Country for Old Men. Possibly. Ooh. It's hard to say. You know, every Boy. day it kind of changes, but it may be. It is one of my favorite movies ever made. I think it it's a master class in every facet of filmmaking. Uh, I This time on, on the, I don't know, this is probably my third or fourth viewing. I always say to myself, no, nah, there's some music in the movie. There's zero music in the entire movie. There's something calm about it. The theme is so. There's uh, no score. No. The theme is so persistent. That's crazy. No, there's got to be a there score. Is, there is no. <laughs> there is no. There's like nothing. <laughs> There's literally nothing. Think about it. On the voiceover that opens it with Tommy Lee Jones talking, it's dust. It's like the wind. You're right. I think you're totally right. If there's a time to have music, that's it. There's none. So that being said. Well, just thinking of all those scenes at night when he's walking around like at the beginning and then the trucks are chasing him and then all the chase scenes with Anton Chigurh in the middle of the movie with him and even the end. You're right. I don't remember any music in that movie. Real quick, that movie is good. No Country for Old Men. Good it's amazing. Movie. And guess what? That's the One time of the, the Academy got it right. Like, that's a that's a classic. We're only, what, 10 years out? Or, One of the best villains Yeah, it's about 10 time. years out. It's one of the best. One of the best of themes time. of all time, too. What? It's Tommy To Lee, you, what's the theme? To me, it's about, it's literally life. You it's can never death. stop. There's like an unstoppable <laughs> force, and Can't it's life. death, dude. There's good and there's evil. And Tommy Lee Jones... He finds out that it's no country for old men because he's he's now grown old and he could never stop the evil and he could never save the good. Yeah, we got. Can we spoil it? We can spoil it, right? I mean, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, what, what do you mean? What we, like, what do you, what guys do you mean? Say? What do you? I mean, like, how disappointing is it that Josh Brolin's wife gets shot in the head at the end of the movie? How and disappointing! It's, it's, it's good direction. I was too, like, because they don't. I was like, it's so good. He goes like, he does the whole silent shotgun, and I'm like, oh, Josh Brolin's dead. And then, and then, well, no, Josh, but he doesn't even he, kill you Josh. Don't even get oh, it's the random, it's yeah. the random gang. And then, and then I was like, him. I was like, oh my god. And then I look, and it's like, oh, you still got forty minutes left in the movie. I was like, wait, <laughs> it's just no. And it, one thing I love about it too with Anton Sugar is even he, who throughout the entire movie seems unstoppable. Yeah, the car like, accident. The car accident shows like life is unstoppable. Like that's what's kind of crazy to me. I don't know. The, for me, some I could understand how some people find it kind of. It is. It's very dry. It's not a movie for everybody. No, but to me, like yes, I yes. don't know how you can make a better it should, movie. It should be if you had a higher IQ. Oh, I do not Go know. Watch Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I do not know if you can make a better movie. <laughs> no, dude. And for Roger Deakins, I understand why people pick Blade Runner twenty forty nine as his best shot movie, and I agree. I think it is. But for me, there's something way more beautiful about this life. movie. That I know that he got a start in documentary filmmaking and how he can make a realistic scene seem so uh, otherworldly almost, even though it's so natural. I just I love everything about this movie. Uh, Josh Brolin's amazing. Every actor in this is amazing. Yeah, I think I think Blade Runner 2049 definitely shows like it's a masterclass. Literally every single frame is beautiful. Yes. But I like for me personally, I love prisoners. Prisoners prisoners is up there for me, too. That's. 
Sicario, it's a small even. town, and it looks freaking otherworldly. Like when you're you watching, you just took it. my freaking phrase, dude. What? I just said otherworldly about 14 seconds. Did ago. you? That's the brother connection. That's the Talon Brothers connection, right there. <laughs> anyway, and then I watched Ford v Ferrari, which we'll talk about. But I also did want to mention. I mentioned it earlier. I have about 30 minutes left on Solo. Uh, I'm st- keeping going with my Star Wars rewatch. I'm probably going to watch Rogue One later this week as well. And by later this week, I mean tomorrow. Happy Christmas. Yep. <laughs> All right. Mir, you Nate, me? All right, TB. Mir. Mir, you Nate. Mir, you. Go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. Podcast canceled. <laughs> so I've also watched some movies lately. What have you? So what have you been seeing? Tyler. Uh, since last time we talked, uh, I started my own Star Wars rewatch before oh, baby. Rise of Skywalker. That's that the correct. That's the correct title. Yes. I began my rewatch with Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, baby. Miscast um, on Baby Anakin should have so been older, right? Pretty much the whole movie's bad. Let's just get it out of the way. Uh, it opens. The acting's pretty dry. It's because your mitochlorian level is too low for you to understand. You like, higher there's IQ. some stuff that I did like. The The music is great. Amazing. The pod racing scene is good. Yep. Qui-Gon, underrated I, Jedi. I do not think the action movie is directed well. It's just kind of very boring to watch. Some of the lightsaber stuff's not even like in frame. You can't even see what's going on. Save money. Um, it It's just kind of like whatever. Qui-Gon Jinn is a character... Boring. No, no Obi-Wan in The Phantom Menace has five lines, maybe. Poo-poo. One thing you will not take away from me, Poo-poo. Tyler, is you said... We should made a poopy. You, <laughs> you, you said that there's not any good shot in this film, but I just thought of one. The one where Darth, Darth Maul is looking at the ship go off, and he's got, like, it's just his back, and it's silhouetted. I said the action was not shot well. That I know, but we I were said. talking off, off screen a little there's bit. There's some, yeah, of course, some of the stuff out in space, the big grand shots are good, We're but it's like George Lucas has this weird obsession with stuffing as much stuff <laughs> yeah, into I, the I don't George know Lucas is a terrible and it's director. Like my I don't favorite even is see when, any of his other movies. My favorite is when two characters are talking, and there's 900 people walking behind them at all times and like it's just like why does it need to be that way even with even with the special editions of the original movies he just likes to cram as much there's like a chaotic energy to it though that i respect it's super weird and then it's like i love it's a perfect example of when obi-wan qui-gon and jar jar are driving in the 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 underwater ship like to get to the capital city of naboo and there's like three different sea monsters that chase them (laughs) eat each other it's like and they just tell terrible jokes to each other and they're not worried at all it's so bad george lucas goes to post and it's almost like he sat down and he whispered to himself let's make this as weird as possible i love the gungan general the main guy and he just goes (laughs) after why does he look why does he look different than the other ones ones. why is the why at the end of the movie? So here's my problem with it, right? The fight with Darth Maul is, is okay, other than the problems I have with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Then the finale comes, and you're cutting between four separate things at once. And only and one of them is interesting. Yeah, but the way it's chopped up, you can't this like, is get invested racing. into it because it's like, oh, they're about to fight. And we cut to something I absolutely don't care about at all, whether it's Jar Jar being like literally Bink. every scene of it's the droid K, battle right? against the Gungans is terrible. Every scene of... Anakin accidentally blowing up a giant spaceship and saving the day is ridiculous. Padme trying to find somebody in the temple for something. I don't even know and what's then going she, on. The thing is, is that she goes like, 
this whole time I've my handmaiden has been me and that then literally her handmaiden did everything but like and then like literally no one in the room there's nothing there's no nothing, reaction nothing happens yeah nobody goes, like, nobody goes uh literally whoa. your handmaiden was the one that spoke in front of the senate and did all this stuff no no why no, would no. we believe it's no, you? no natalie portman spoke in front of the senate no she didn't yes she did because anakin came to talk to her and uh say his goodbyes or whatever and she was like oh padme's not here right now so it's because she was in uh the senator o- mode the other problem with the movie is that it tries to be kind of a, an intriguing political drama except none of it makes any sense yeah, i the, started the trade federation. about this earlier which i shouldn't have but let me explain myself because the prequel there's a made, trade man. federation that's secretly working with some guy who is very clearly the, Emperor Palpatine, yeah. and then they have like the, clearly. The there's no that, secret, dude. So Use your brain. They live in this galaxy that has no like. There's a Senate that control that you know that controls, I guess, the rules or the laws Most for of the, the entire galaxy, right? Or multiple galaxies. I think it's just one galaxy. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Correct. But there's thousands Star and thousands systems. of solar systems that have tons of planets that are inhabitable. So there's tons of life and all this stuff. But there's no standing army. So then you get this thing happening on one planet where it's like, oh, this rogue federation is like withholding all these things. And the Senate can't agree that they need to go help. So then the Queen of Naboo has to come and say, well, because you guys can't help me, I think we need to elect my own senator as the head of everybody. And they go, sure. So they do that. And then it just it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Politically, it's it's boring. My it, question. it just doesn't make sense. And then it leads into Attack of the Clones. And then you have this separatist movement. Have you, did you watch an, that? Did you watch that? I watched Attack of the Clones. Okay, so lead into that. But I just want to say, they mentioned Mitochlorians in this. And if you truly are God, how do you not see that Palpatine is the evil guy? Because it's well, one of the worst things ever. Well, made. the thing is, is well, I go ahead. Well, how they explain <clears throat> it is that, um, well, the Palpatine's very evil. And so it clouds what they're seeing. The judgment. Oh, so they're all and they say awful. They the say, Jedi are terrible in the Well, the, the, I like Yoda, dude. He's also, good. the Jedi aren't necessarily all good people, too, which people forget about that, which yeah, I like. Yeah, Jin and Count Dooku have their own motives. Yeah. And go, uh, yeah. Mace Windu, even. And that's why So I only found out after that the reason Qui-Gon Jinn wasn't sitting on that wasn't part of the Jedi Council is because he has differing viewpoints. So but they still respect him and yeah. and he's still a good Jedi master, but he's not in the council because that was like, wow, that's so interesting. Wouldn't it be great if they explored that dynamic in the movie? Exactly. Wouldn't it be it's, great if they made a movie where you actually care about Anakin why would Skywalker you and his George Lucas to write a perfect story? Well, here's the problem with the prequels boil down. As he tries to like, he introduces like it's like okay. So the main through line of this entire movie is I'm gonna make it a mature political. It's just the main conflict is purely political. Right. And then what? But then he's like, but let's make it a kids movie, and then it it just fails at both. Yes. Because it's boring. The action's boring to watch, and also the political stuff is weaker because he's. I don't know because it's still a kid. He's movie. dumbing it and down. The, the so writing's like, terrible. Yeah, like it's really, really bad. So the performance is being bad. Are you I an would, angel? I would blame more on the writing because they're not given anything. No. Oh my! How weird is it that then then? Okay, so we'll lead right into Attack of the Clones. Uh, Attack of the Clones. I watched two half-hour chunks of it. Could not get through it. Then I sat down, forced myself to watch the next hour and twenty minutes. It felt like six years. That's a long one, dude. Bro. Every scene is bad. The whole movie sucks Agreed. from the from the it's opening the worst scene. Star Wars movie. I, I How does Natalie refresh. Portman not age? Anakin ages nine years. That's what I'm She's saying. It was a miscast. Her Baby Anakin was a miscast. Is at is as a nine year old child, and she wants to just rail his brains out. That's disgusting. no. He was. 
That's the problem. 12, he was tiny. 13. They miscast. Like, cast yeah. him as a teenager. Maybe she's like three, four years older. Yeah. Why did Which he have, is what that why is. Why did he have to be she a freaking toddler? Years. He looked like a toddler. When his friends come up and are roasting him about the pot yeah. racing, they're babies, dude. It's, they're four feet or three feet. She's four years older than him. In Attack of the Clones, Anakin is... So Anakin's 20, she's 24 in Attack of the Clones. Unbelievable. Okay. Unbe- it's unbelievable. unbelievable. And you know what? That's on George Lucas as a director, and he really... So the George prob- Lucas was surrounded by yes men. Yeah. No one said no he to him. He funded the movie himself. Yeah. Like- and hey, good for him. He made the movie he wanted to make. Was it good? No. Attack of the Clones... Sometimes you're in your own from, way. Like, it's like the writing got worse. They they made Anakin even worse. It's not that the writing got worse. Like I, someone said this as a joke, but I think I may agree. Like I don't think George Lucas grasps what love is, because <laughs> he's t- in this he's tackling concepts that I don't think he knows how to write. Similar to how Sam Raimi is a good writer, right? He said straight up, he said I don't know how to write the Venom character, and then he said you're putting him in the movie anyways, and he said okay, I'll try my best. And Venom sucks in Spider Man Three. It's because he's writing stuff that he doesn't know. He doesn't he know how to yeah, write. That's it. And that's so fair. the whole romance is terrible, and it's half the movie. And, like, to contrast that's, that, that's a movie fair. we all went and saw recently, The Lighthouse, Robert Eggers read old <laughs> manuscripts <laughs> yeah, these for, yeah, just to understand the stuff he's writing about. And writing about big themes like that and tackling stuff, you have to kind of have an angle. It's not really I don't a think big George theme. Lucas it's just sort of love. But love is the circle of a lot of movies. It's literally the biggest thing in it. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, That's what that just... movie revolves around, their love story. Well, yeah. the, And again, but it's weird because the then the editing is really weird because their whole love stint on Naboo is interrupted with Obi-Wan doing something that's relatively interesting in the movie. So it's like, it's just so choppy but, when but you're watching it. it. No, it's, it's not, not because the plot doesn't make any sense. He's talking about Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas. Who the fuck is that? They don't ever talk about him again. There's no conflict. He walks to the clone planet, right? And he goes, and it's like, they say, who are you? And then they and then they say, do you want oh, to see they them? They say, yeah, come in. They say, here, we'll tell you literally everything. We don't know who you are. We're telling you everything. And then it goes like, it goes like, can I see Django? They say, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was thinking Django, too. It's like, what is this place? Django Fett, not that impressive, either. Boba Fett and Django Fett suck. I'm sorry, guys. They're not good characters. Honestly, Those aren't good characters. Obi-Wan only loses in the movies, too. Other than when he beats Darth Maul, which see, is cool. He kind of just is a bummer. You guys are agreeing with me on my point like two episodes ago now that I was kind of getting ridiculed Anakin. for. I said that in the movies, the finale for these characters make me, if they're going to make like a prequel on... Django later down the line or something like that. I don't care about that because I've seen his finale where he dies it's and awful. he's he's terrible. I don't care about any of that no, stuff anymore. I'm I'm with you on certain things. Yes. I think certain things can be redeemed. Like I think Anakin, like Darth Vader, is a cool enough character that it's like whatever. And I think yes, how Anakin's yeah, story ends in three, I'm fine with. But for example, the new Star Wars game came out, Jedi Fallen Order, and just the idea, like the whole premise, is that there's this kid that was a Padawan that ran. And he's, like, in hiding from, like, people killing Jedis and all this stuff. But then, like, I was like, oh, my God, what an awesome concept. But then you that think he, about the that movie. he has to hide his force and everything like that. But then I remember. Order like, all, all that's in my head is how bad the prequels Like, they need to go back. that's what the story is. You know what? They need to go back and redo to. them. Disney does. I don't care. I wonder what the Ewan McGregor, like, is there going to be any fighting the Sith and lightsaber stuff? Um, I don't think. I don't know. I think like, that cause it's, it's all, protecting Luke. <laughs> I have to say something, guys. Naboo, though, beautiful planet. I'd yeah. love to live there. Honestly, some of the sand. CG impressive. A lot, a lot of it, though, bad. bad. I yeah. love sand. 
You know he does. Rub sand all over my body, please. He hates sand. <laughs> the CGI pear scene is terrible. Also, can we give a shout out to how he goes? Like, I hate Obi Wan. I hate him, and it's like, what's happening? <laughs> He's having an outburst. Literally, I honestly, I was kind of like live tweeting the movie to you guys, just sending snaps yeah. or random scenes because of how bad they were. But it's just such. There's literally every scene was bad. It's disappointing. I can't get over it's disappointing. it. Disappointing. <laughs> you think you think they ever recreate that story? Like never, they, never. You really don't think so? No. If you no. want like a cool like, if you want like a cool prequel thing, watch the Clone Wars. Watch the show. Clone Wars because it's like you get the Jedi's, you get all this intrigue with political stuff. But that's but it's the problem, right? And which is crazy that. Um, and this is the point I was trying to make a couple weeks ago. The movies are king, though. Everyone knows Star Wars by the movies. So if I go back and watch uh, the Clone it. Wars, I'm not going to give a fuck about any of those characters because I know how they die. And I'm like, that's so stupid. It's just sad. But some of like them Kit don't Fisto. Die. You don't know all that, though. But I do kind of. Some of them don't die. Okay. That's the Kit thing. Fisto, my favorite Jedi. So he, I'm sure he's a badass in the Clone Wars, but did, did I see anything of that when he before he died? I'm sorry, Nick. Kit Fistle just was never the greatest. In the Clone Wars, I bet he co- he's cool. I'm sure he has. I think he maybe has three episodes that he's in. Cool. And I so, bet he kills some people. <laughs> I want to move on from... I hated Phantom Menace. I gave it one and a half stars. I gave it a little bit more just because of those... Uh, hey, how about, there are a couple scenes that I enjoyed. How about um, Padme and Anakin's love theme, though? I don't remember because I was so angry watching uh, the scenes. I'm just kidding. It's good. It is good. Across the, the stars. Count Dooku. Also, as a character, awful. The whole ending battle, awful. Um, it's just off. Straight. It's just Why? all around pretty bad. Why? That's another thing. The, they, when the clone wh- army finally shows up and all the Jedi are fighting, I can't. It's awful. Why does it's Why does Count Dooku agree? He says, "Okay, yeah, you can put them in this coliseum, and f- they will watch him die." So that's how all he their executions go. Them. Shoot them. They shoot let them. out. So let me let me get this straight. Because the problem in a lot of movies. Imagine that their normal executions are not Jedi's. Like they're going to be normal people who don't have superpowers, right? So they let out these crazy animals. The animals will just kill them instantly. And they, they, like, they, the people don't get to put up a fight. And Count Dooku knows who these are, and he yeah. doesn't stop them. He says, wait, 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 wait. These people, there's a thousand percent chance that they can get out of this. And then everyone just like. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I absolutely. That's a problem in a lot of movies, though, with the execution stuff. It's like, if you really need this person dead, just pull just the shoot. trigger. Dude. So then I finished episode two, and I was like, great. Episode said, three's next. Movie. I've heard from people, episode three easily the best prequel it's much better it is now i want to stress i have not finished the movie yeah, yet once i'm you still open it. to the idea of this movie being better and i am curious to watch how it all plays out i did see it when i was much younger haven't seen it in many years here we go movie opens opening scene is a nice one take and it's beautiful i'm like now this is some good stuff now, george now this lucas. Is hot <laughs> george lucas you're freaking this is i'm liking this man good job and then literally it as soon as it cuts the movie gets awful instantaneously. How far in are you into this movie? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. It, it, as soon as they're done with every like that whole opening thing, what, they get back to the planet. <laughs> I'm lights out. I'm going to bed. What makes that that movie the best prequel is you haven't ending? seen yet? Yeah, okay. it's like the last hour. I'd say. I mean, I've seen solid. the ending before. I've seen the lightsaber battle. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm curious. I've heard it's better. I know from when I watched it, even as a kid, I was like, this is kind of lame. But we'll see how I feel now. My favorite character in all of the prequels is Yoda. I I would love to see more on Yoda because I know they watch the Clone Wars. Yeah, and to maybe me it's like maybe I will. Maybe. The Literally force, the first episode is because Yoda is one of those guys. I don't think they necessarily failed, even though the original movies kind of make them seem 
like a, like a geezer. I just feel like it's weird that the Force is barely in the prequels. Like they nobody uses the Force the in the first. His mitochondrial levels are Look too it, high. That's a problem with all Star Wars movies is that no one uses the freaking Force. They go. It balances itself out. We are equal, so we it's must like, settle this with like lightsabers. Every lightsaber fight between two people that can use a lightsaber and use the Force should have Force in it. How they never do no anything. And the only one that's that why really I like about the Last Jedi is the only one that really does it is the freaking Anakin and Obi Wan fight. Yeah, they're like Force pushing each other and stuff. It's like okay, why wouldn't you or, do this all the time? Or Yoda and Palpatine. Oh, that's amazing. That may be better than. Uh, no. I just want to compare. Up there, though. I just want to compare. Think about like watching Yoda and Count Dooku fight. That was and terrible. then think about seeing like Dumbledore and Voldemort fight in Order of the Phoenix. I have a problem with Harry Potter's action as well, but I think <laughs> I think it's better. Like Harry Potter's action kind of sucks too. It oh, it's lame. Bottom line, but, but not the Dumbledore Voldemort fight. Yeah, Order that's of the awesome. That thing's awesome. legit. But, but all the other magic in Harry Potter, just a side note, they don't do it. That it's just the same thing just, over and over again. It just, just yeah. It's or it's just, a classic Dragon Ball Z two big blasts hey, at each other and meet in the middle and Tyler, then you and then yell until you win. Overpower. Hey, the other shoot one. me a text though when you finish Revenge of the Sith. Because I so really I, I, I want to I want to touch on how it gets. I want to touch on how it gets bad, right? Because I don't just want to say that without defending myself. You don't it, need. To it goes into Anakin and Obi Wan talking, and instantly it's really, really bad humor and horrible dialogue, and they're telling me how great of friends they are. And, like, it's just really bad. And then instead of having a cool space battle where they're shooting ships and trying to make it to the main command center, they just get little buzz droids stuck on Obi-Wan's ship. And then Anakin is just constantly making jokes of him trying to get them off. And that's it. It's like, this could have been a really great epic opening. And it's just, you butchered it. Especially after that really great one dude, take. Just forget the. And for, then it goes into a really intro, lame dude. action sequence against Count Dooku, in which Obi Wan again gets. Apparently, he's this awesome Jedi. In every movie, he gets beat immediately every time, and it's lame. So he gets and beat again really easily, even though it's two on one. And there's all these openings where they could just slash him in half, and they don't. I'm not going to get wait till the best lightsaber battle. So they kept, they push him off, then he puts like a ton of metal on his legs, which it easily just decapitate his legs, which doesn't decapitate happen. Decapitate is when your head gets removed. Did they just remove his legs with metal? Whatever. Um, Obi Wan gets a couple of dubs in this movie. He does, and I want you to also. I know remember, he fights General Grievous. So I remember that, and he, he wins gets a couple off, of dubs, and he beats right. Anakin, of course, at the end. <laughs> I have the high ground. He beats Jesus and Robot Jesus. He's. I'm interested to see how again how the movie goes out for. But from what I saw, I was just disappointed, and then I laughed so hard. Every line that Ian McDermott says when he's locked in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one. There's the one Senate. where he before he says do it. There's one that's way funnier than that where he just makes a sound. Like, and I, he's like, yeah. I started dying, dude. I'm watching the movie alone. I like, am the, the Senate. And then that's when, later, then when Anakin's like, I shouldn't do it. It's not the Jedi way. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Have you guys seen the video where they they like make him say a whole bunch of stuff and he's like. Glue it. Yeah. <laughs> I have ones. to be straight up, Tyler. Literally cut the first three minutes out of your head. You haven't watched no, anything. No, I, I think at the end of the day, you'll hate this one, too. Because no, it's, it's you, written. It's still not written well. It's no, not it's not. Well. I'm not going to care about what's this happening. This is at the end, even the if it's ending, better. though. The ending, though, is <laughs> we'll more see. Star Wars that you came to love. Like, if you do like Star Wars, the ending is Star Wars. It's be, like it's is, great. Do they action. play Duel the Fates again, or is it a new song? They remix that. like a little bit. <laughs> They, yeah, it comes back a little bit. Hey, it's right, funny. We'll George Lucas almost, it's funny, almost created perfection yeah. with this sequence at the end, and he still finds a way and to he, mess this up. <laughs> he finds 
So here's what I, here's what I will say. As I was nodding off from the movie, the part that was next was like they make it back to the planet. There's this horrible dialogue with Obi Wan and Anakin when Anakin's like, "Let's go back to the Jedi Council." And Obi Wan's like, "No, you've earned this day, Anakin. You did it all yourself. Go have your day with the Chancellor and all the the senators." And it was stupid. And then as I'm falling asleep, I'm listening to this conversation between Anakin and the um, whatever his name is, and Ooh. it's horrible. Who Mace Windu? No, Kiandi uh, Mundi. Ian McDermott, uh, oh. Darth City, what? Do it, Supreme Chancellor. Supreme it's all. Chancellor. It's just miserable what they're talking about. It's just awful. They, they'll eventually, yeah. they'll eventually have to redo <laughs> Dude, these. You nailed it. It's <laughs> so funny when he says it. They'll, t- hey, oh, there's plenty of. They're gonna redo these eventually. Literally, no, they're not. They're just literally all timer quotes, and like that's the thing. Like that throughout the movie, so I'm, I'm ex- fun. I'm excited. Yeah, like, we'll keep like, watching if it. If you like that, it, like if it's so bad, unlimited power. It goes. It's treason. Then. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The movie is iconic. Wait. The movie wait. is iconic. That's so the thing. After it's, those... it's almost into so bad it's good territory. Yes, it is. Because there's good parts, but then there's bad parts, but then there's so bad parts that you just got to laugh. Like, uh, every well, time the I see Jedi it. The Jedi are evil. So, yeah. Like, I, that's what it is. And yeah, he's he like, like dancing. He goes like, he goes like and then. That's <laughs> just so stupid. I think the Phantom stupid. Menace is my least favorite because it's the most boring. I think Attack of the Clones is worse, but it's more fun to watch because it is. There's in light the territory being so bad, it's good. The scene of them in the elevator that I sent to you guys is just I think, incredible. I think Attack of the Clones is worse because it tries to do something and then just completely fails. I'd I rather think, watch Attack I think, of the Clones with a group of friends. It'd be more fun I think than Phantom Menace. I think Fan. I know. I know what you're saying, but I think Phantom Menace... For what, like, sure, he was trying to do some stupid stuff, but for what he was trying to do, he succeeds at. He tells how Anakin got with all these people. I don't think that's where you should have started this prequel saga. But everything like that, I also don't think that, and I know he's still alive technically in canon, but killing Darth Maul was stupid too. Yeah. But then we move on to your... um... Yeah, what's up? That's one thing that I definitely hate about uh, the first two Star Wars movies is they introduce a villain and... A lot of movies actually fall it's into this too. All they, three, yes, Star Wars they movies. introduce a villain and they're like, "We have to kill him by the end of this." Yeah, what's like, the villain in? Th- oh, General, General Grievous. Grievous. Like, what's like? Why can't we have some? Just they don't need to die. They could maybe exit. It's a freaking whole star system, galaxy, huge, massive freaking place. You, I really you like are it, correct. that. In Re- Revenge of the Sith when Count Dooku shows up, he does a front flip off the balcony. And it's the worst CG you've ever seen. Instead of him slowly walking down, maybe having a villainous monologue before he fights, he just does a CGI front flip off the balcony. And then and then you get this awesome moment. Anakin gets Obi-Wan's and he's dual wielding him. You're like, <gasps> and then it instantly gets out and it's done. And then you get some of the worst fighting shots ever when they're like just it looks like they're just oh, it's horrible. above their head. Oh. And then you, like they're supposed to be hitting each other, but like that for some reason it's like there's no sound design so it just looks like they're going like this above their head like this is literally like they're just spinning something you're telling me why i hate the movie but you know but you know why he did it is because then you get the blue and red on anakin's face and i forgot and the lighting's not even that good either the the force awakens is the force awakens so much better the lighting i mean granted you have to use what you got but now the lighting is just so much better with the sound effect or with comedy with r2d2 trying to fuck up the droids and then oh my god it's miserable like, so wait till the end, dude. At the beginning no, 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 no. I want you. To, I want you to look at. I want you to. I want you to remember one line for me, and I want you to listen for it. And yeah. this is what we're talking Nate about. Said it. No, yeah. Nate and I know that this is iconic. <laughs> Nate and I know that this is iconic. At the end of the film, there's gonna be a character that says, "Uba, 
Uba. Just listen for that, and <laughs> okay. you'll know you're in the pinnacle of Star Wars. Oh, okay. So Uba. I also saw Parasite again. Uba. Absolutely love it. Don't want to talk about it for too long. One tiny little plot hole doesn't ruin the movie at all, but it's just something to think about. The family has three dogs. I have two dogs in my house. If I, if there were people in my house and I didn't know about it and they were hiding, my dogs would be going fucking nuts. But they're pretty deep in the They're spoilers. deep. They like they, li- they live there. Spoilers for Parasite. Yeah, total spoilers. Well, we don't have to spoil it too much, but just like. I think there, there's but when some all the gl- but, but in that scene, the glass breaks. There's a bunch of commotion. My dogs would go, what's going on? I know that's not true for every dog. Maybe they were just upstairs. But we, then we do get the dog seeing the one kid under the bed for a second, right? So we know the dogs have free roam in the house. They're clearly walking around in rooms. So why wouldn't they have come down? It easily could have seen them under the t- For me, oh, okay. it just I see took what you're me saying. out of the movie. I see what you're saying. It just took me out of the movie for just a second. They were it's, in their kennels at that yeah, point. Yeah, because it was late at night. But and that's why I wouldn't have a problem if they give us one shot of a room upstairs where they keep the dogs. That's all I needed. Like, they don't even have to but mention it. It's just they, the background. But they never established that. So in my head, I'm thinking, this family has three dogs that have free roam in the house, and you're telling me none of them come downstairs once when the family comes in the house? Because as soon as the family walks in, you would think the dogs would come out to see their family come home. They do not. The the other people are hiding underneath the table. See, I don't think I don't think that's a plot hole. I think it's, it's an not oversight. a plot hole, right? To, and that's why it doesn't ruin the movie in any way. It just for just a second, I thought about it and it took me out of the movie for a minute. But then I'm like, whatever. The movie Ooh, is so great uh, and it's written so well that I'm like right back in. But just while I was watching it at one time, especially being a dog owner myself, dude, the dogs they would have noticed something. Thor would definitely, Thor definitely would have. Thor's Ooh, Tyler's Thor's dog. Thor's a Snoopy guy. Ooh, yeah, he's a Snoopy little. Child. He's got a long snout on him. I uh, <clears throat> I watched a 1971 Criterion Collection classic called Harold and Maude. Harold and Maude is a film about a 20 year old kid obsessed with death who finds himself in a very interesting relationship with an 80-year-old woman. Tuesdays with Maury. It's a very good movie. It's not what you expect. It's very funny. Um, it's very touching and emotional. The ending is nothing like I thought it would Did be. Did you cry? I thought it, it was... It was. Um, <clears throat> it's one of those movies where I think it just leaves you feeling very good at the end with <clears throat> a good are message you, are on you okay? life. And I think you guys should watch it. It's a great movie. All righty. There you go. That's my review of it. Um, let's talk. Well, Nate, finally um, on to you. After what was did I talk podcast. about? Did I talk about a uh, nightmare before Christmas on the last one? No, no. Uh, watch that for on twos. Go listen to on twos if you want to hear our thoughts on that. Um, it's fun. Good plug. Good plug. Good it's plug. Fun. Very short movie, like seventy-one minutes. Yeah, like Love Cat's it. Length. Um, <laughs> don't bring. I watched. Up. I watched Super Bad for the first time. Oh, and can gangsta. we talk about <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> can we talk about? That movie's great. It's great, man. Oh, it's amazing. And the cast, like it's, seeing where they've all yeah. gone now, is really cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's fun. And honestly, what what really like sold me on it being like great is like the ending is good too. Like the very end. Of it's the not movie. all just fun ending. and games. It's, it's just it ends good. It, it ends good. Yeah. Like it has a very powerful ending. I think. Um, I watched Francis Ha. Amazing movie. Time. Very good. Uh, honestly, the mo- I really liked what I was seeing during the movie, but I also wasn't that super engaged with it, if that makes any sense. But then at the end, it was a, similar to Almost Famous, where at the end, for some reason, like that last shot. You just shot feel great. Brings I was it like, together for I was you like, a little bit. Oh, my God. I slightly disagree, though, because I, I was loving the dialogue in that movie, and just the interactions are really fun. Uh, yeah. 
it's very very interesting yeah it's interesting conversations in that one that's what i love about noah bombach is his conversations are very in my opinion from my experience of, of living kind of unrealistic but yeah it flows so naturally and the acting is so well with the dialogue yeah. that it all well, cause, works because that's why that's like a wes why... anderson movie did well, you guys see the meyerowitz stories yes i have not did you like that i did but not as much as francis it was just inter- it was just it's a interesting bizarre. Very, that's it's, that's what it is it's yeah. almost like too out there for a dry it's hard to explain but it was just that's like, exactly man. how francis has except a yeah. little bit more toned down yes. than the mirror interesting story. i do want to watch very it interesting where it's literally just it shows snippets it's like and it's very relatable a it's a time. relatable movie yeah um but yeah like he's very and from what i've heard from these interviews he's very much what's on the page is how it's supposed to be read and that's why his acting is so like, cause like literally every stutter, every pause, everything is what how he wants it, which is why people think that like Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson in this movie is incredible because literally everything is planned out, none of it's improvised, all of it is planned out from the start, which is I can't even. So that's a testament you, to everyone involved. Like, yeah, like I literally can't imagine how you even well, that's do like, something like that. That's like everybody with Robert Eggers. I yeah. mean, the lighthouse, everything's written out. That yeah. even the characters like, well, is there information? They're like, no, not really. It's yeah, all right it's there on the, the page. Script. That's yeah. what what's on there is what we say. So. Yeah. So, like you said, very and Greta Gerwig's great in the movie. Honestly, so what's your score very, for? Just out of curiosity, four, four out of five. Okay. I think I give it a four and a half. Very, I wouldn't even say unlikable main character, but she's not the best. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. But at that, but at the end of the movie. You're like yeah. You're still on her side. Yeah. You're like yeah. Interesting. And Greta Gerwig was great cinematography cast. too for just a simple black and white movie. What made yeah. you watch that movie? Just because just because Marriage, Marriage Story is coming out. Do you yeah. watch it on Netflix? Plus, I heard good things about it before. Yeah. You okay. should check it out. I want to know. It's like it's on Criterion Collection and stuff like, it's like that. It's like is yeah, it on Criterion? Yeah. Francis Highs. Oh like my god. Hour twenty eight. I know it's short. Yeah. It's like always a tight, positive. Tight. Yeah. Um, and then I rewatched Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Good movie, dude. Very good. Love my favorite ones. Oh, Kylo Ren's the I'm best excited character. To see it again. I really like the ending with Luke Skywalker and knowing how that ended up. Yep. Stop. See, like they they can't get out of their own way. Anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, I watched Almost Famous. We touched on that. Uh, I rewatched Frozen for the On Two's podcast, check and also out. in preparation for Frozen. Two. Check out. How, check out On Two's. How was Frozen? Frozen's a fun Disney movie. It's not my favorite Disney movie, but it's a Disney movie, and I have a soft spot for it. So I is just, it though? A Disney yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a Disney <laughs> no, movie. It's not. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, my thing is that I think the first half of the movie is substantially better than the second half. Substantially better. I don't think I'm going to like it. I'm going to watch it this week. Hey, there's some bangers in there, though. I just like the the really big guy who owns the little shop. Oh, yeah, what does he say? Uh, I forgot what it is. Like, yeah, Hello, I know. Big Summer Blowout. Big Summer Blowout. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got this cute little voice for this big guy. Oh, funniest, yeah, that's great. Funniest part of the movie. Um. Yeah, uh, and then I watched Ford versus Ferrari. So let's talk about that, guys. Overall, what did you guys think of the movie? I really enjoyed the movie. It's uh, it's gonna be one for the ages for the dads. So the oh, world dad movie of the it's year. A baby. Dad. My my dad was very upset that he didn't get to go last <laughs> night because I kind of had a little date night with my mom and we went and saw the movie. And How'd my she dad like was it? very upset. She loved it. Okay. She thought it was great. I I think. This is just kind of one of those movies where anybody can watch. Just have a really good time. It's very, very well made. Christian Bale and Matt Damon are great. They're yep. great together. Just guys being dudes in this one. It's, it's r- a big guy movie. 
I thought it was big a, dude movie. Uh, it kind of is, but like my mom loved it too. I think it can be relatable and fun to watch for anybody. And um, I thought it was written really well. All the dialogue was yeah. really good. The performances, like I said, are great. James Mangold knows how to direct the movie, man. Yeah. It's edited really well, so the pace is great. The editing's like, amazing. In that. Movie, I think it's the best part, the editing. Even though it's a long movie, it flows really well. The sound design and all those race scenes are outstanding. So good. And thinking about, like, could you guys imagine driving 200 miles an hour in the dark when it's raining? I couldn't believe that that's real. That's insane. And and thinking about even, like, driving a car now. Yeah. But you're driving a car back in the 60s. I didn't know cars back then. They got them up to 220 miles an hour. I had no idea. It's crazy. It, it is what this movie succeeded in is giving me more um, respect for race car drivers. Me too. You guys really need to watch the movie Rush, directed by Ron yeah. Howard with Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl. Very similar. Race scenes are very similar. I prefer Rush just because this the plot is more about the competition between two guys, whereas this movie is more about the journey to get to the competition. If that makes any sense. But I still love this movie. Um, but you guys should watch Rush. I had a great time. I think I liked it the least out of us three, but I still had a great time with it. I think the I give it four. We both gave it four stars, Nick. I gave it three and a half. Oh, really? I thought you said you gave it four. No, 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 no. Really? But here's the thing for me. It's one of those movies, the further I get away from it, I liked it a little bit less, but it's it's kind of stopped. It's My thoughts have stopped on it. I had a great time watching it. Some of the stuff got old for me. Including the cinematography. I think it's a, a well-shot movie. I think it's top 10 as of right now in the year for me in that category. But it just kind of wore off after a certain point as compared to a movie like The Lighthouse that uh, each shot, I didn't really get bored of the style or the direction but behind it. And But with this, with this, I the only problem I really had... Whiner. No. I lo- like the performances are great. I like Matt Damon. I, I love Christian Bale. I think he's, he's so great good. in everything he's in. Um, I love the depth of his character, especially and how he has all this knowledge on racing. Because I like you believe it, mm-hmm. and that's something I definitely respected about that. Because um, I don't the, think my, Christian Bale. My big problem, my big problem with the saying. movie is like I found myself like they want you to root for Goliath. They don't though. They yes, don't. they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Why do I? Why should I root for Ford? They want you to root for the person. Yeah, in you're the rooting seat. for. Yeah, Ken and then Miles he gets and, and he Carol gets fucked in the end, and that's life. Yeah. Okay, but spoilers I didn't, I, for Ford versus Ferrari. Not really. It's a true story. Look it up. Okay. I didn't know what happened. Yeah, I didn't know what happened I was happened floored either. by the way the movie ended. But quite frankly, I had a good time with it. Uh, sometimes it rubbed me the wrong way. I I, I know it's funny because you're supposed to, but I absolutely hated the 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 formula evil in this movie. Yes. Uh, he, he, they relied on him to be the evil guy too much. It should have been more of the process that was evil, not a person, I think. Because ca- that's kind of what it is. Though. It could have been. I, no, I, but feel, I just wonder how true that was. There's like, more than sense. just him. There's marketing people that I yes. can 1,000% believe that that's With a big corporation like that, though, there's more cogs moving that are going against you than just that single person, in well, my opinion. Well, but that's why it's and like, it made it annoying a little bit for him, like for that character. And that's literally part want, of the part of the movie, though, is that there's a lot of cogs moving. And it wasn't just him at first, but when they cut down and basically say you only report to me, then he became a problem as well. Because that's literally a conflict for half of the movie is that there's too many cogs moving and they're making the decisions instead of other people. And you know then, what and though? Carol Shelby talk and what a great scene that was when he talks yeah. him into oh. here's why I need to be in charge alone. I thought that was awesome. Good for Ferrari You're though. Good for Ferrari. That was good. The worst part about that scene 
is the theater laughed. It was a great line. Matt Damon, good comedic timing. Then someone, as after everyone's done laughing, a guy in my showing goes, you're welcome. <laughs> Swear to God. That's Watch terrible. out for those types. Remember how I was uh, talking about, about that IQ stuff? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, though, good for Ferrari, though. He ended up not selling out, and he makes quality, smaller the, production quality you communist. Cars. The thing I didn't like about the movie and why I don't like it as much as some other based on a true story when I think of something like just Spotlight, for instance, is when I watch Spotlight, every single scene feels like it's authentic, and that's could have how it happened. Yeah. could have been the way it happened in real life. When there are some scenes in Ford v Ferrari where I feel like, okay, well, that was pretty Hollywoodized for that moment. You know like what, what I mean? Like, there's just enough stuff with Josh Lucas's vi- being the super villainous guy. Some of the comedic See, that, I'm stuff with you with on like that. Yeah. The fight with Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Like, it's kind of funny, but, like, there's just a I bunch of stuff in the movie that I didn't, um, I didn't love. Okay. The, the son, the son, he's all right. I've seen him in a no, couple movies. I think he's good. Um, he's in Honey Boy. You're you're I right though, Nate. F- you're absolutely right about we talked about it before we started podcasting. The soundtrack couldn't be as good because they had to buy these names to use in the movie, but if you give me a couple, you know, late 60s bangers in there and you kind of up some of the songs, the score even, because the score was kind of weak. Oh, I think that good. adds to it cuz driving, I mean, what do you do when you drive? Like you go on a joyride, I don't know why. I just connect good music and driving. And he's not oh. going to listen to music while he's racing. I much but prefer the sound of the cars in that movie than I would oh, any. Cor- so correct, good. but I'm talking about when they're building the car and stuff like that. I agree. There could be the soundtrack could have been better for especially the time period that it's in. But I completely understand why, and I didn't think about it until the movie was over. I so thought about it during. So I'm better the, than you. Have you guys heard of the Shelby GT500? You know that car, Mustang Shell Ford. Yes, Shelby. That's Carol Shelby's car. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. No idea. Now you know it's Matt Damon's car. Matt Damon, baby. Man, Matt Damon, he's really been all over the place. There's he's something, a good guy. It, my, I think the best part was somehow Chris Bill made his face so enigmatic and entertaining to watch while he was driving. Yeah. Was, like, every time it was a sh- just shot Someone, of him driving, I was like, yeah, locked in. Christian Bale was, was the cool. best part of the movie. Can we agree on that? Well, yes. yes. I thought Matt Damon was outstanding. I thought Matt too. Damon was awesome, and their chemistry was great. I think Christian Bale was better, though. There's something okay, about Nick, Matt yeah, Damon where... said, yeah. Nate, if you really want to turn off the mics and throw a couple hands... <laughs> See, the Carol, the Shelby, and uh, Ken Miles fight is real. <laughs> There's something about Matt Damon where it's like, of course, when you're watching Matt Damon, you just think about Matt Damon. But he does a good job. <laughs> I couldn't like that statement. Some people may not get, but I couldn't agree more with that statement. Well, when you're watching him act, you just think that's I'm Matt not Damon. Watching a character, I'm just watching Matt Damon. No, I thought he did really good. But that's what I mean. Like he does even like think about Interstellar when he pops up, right? Well, that's just a bad guy there that they picked a big name for that. But he still does a good job in the movie. You know I agree. I mean? Yeah, even the Martian, like he still f- finds a way to bleed to kind of fall in, be super believable in every role he's in, even though he's one of the biggest megastars there is. Who and plays? Who plays his wife? Christian Bale's wife. I don't know. Uh, yep. But she was. Well, no, I was gonna oh, say yeah. like the chemistry between them was very believable, yeah. and that's a that was a big part of the story because when you're driving that fast, there's always an uh, yeah. a, a, I a think... situation where you could freaking blow up and die. Look, let me talk about it now. My turn. Whoa, Nate, uh, why do you think you get to say? Hey, do you think we should let Nate talk? I I loved, I loved the movie. It was exactly what I wanted from it. It wasn't that next level, you know, greatest movie of the year for me. But I loved it. Does it, it finish top five for you, you think? Finish top five, no. No. 
but it may finish top 10. Oh. Um, I really like, I, I think I wasn't, what was shocking to me is that I wasn't bored throughout the whole movie. I wasn't either. And I don't I know bored. how that it's two and a, once I saw it was two and a half hours. I said, "Oh." Some God. people's biggest complaints was the runtime. Like that, it at flies all. by. It does. Some people's biggest complaint was runtime. That was not one of mine. Yeah, but I think I think come award season, uh, technical stuff for sure. This needs to be on the board. Sound mixing. sound mixing and editing is insane yep. in this movie. Insane. I would agree. And it's like this is coming from someone that like couldn't couldn't care less about cars. It just feels. Like, I heard someone else use this word, uh, and I'm going to steal it because I thought it was great in describing it. It feels really crunchy. Oh, like yeah. when you're listening to it, you can feel everything happening. Every gear shift, every time he steps on oh, the pedal, yeah. you can hear him step on the pedal. It's just do you so guys, invigorating to do watch. Do you guys think that this is – okay, so let me – And I think it cements James Mangold as a great director. Oh, you I cannot how, wait how to I see what he does this? next. Do you guys think that this is a definite contender for best picture? I no. think I think it's, it shouldn't be, but it will be. That's the problem. Is you it, don't think it should. I here's my be. thing with this, guys. I think it's a good movie, but I'm concerned that this could definitely be one of those things that this could. I could see this winning. I don't think it's going to win. I could. I don't see think it, it should. Nominated. I can see it being nominated. I can see Christian Bale me be being nominated. This is better it. than the Green Book. Yeah, but if it I wins, could I wouldn't be upset that. because it is substantially better than Green Book. So if it wins, I'd be like, you know what? They picked a movie that that was relatively successful. It is really well written, really well acted, really well directed. The special effects and everything they do, like I guess know, I just have sound, a problem with the Academy then, though, because like if you like put this up and then you say, for example, last year we compared Roma to Green Book, you put this up against Parasite. I just don't even see how you you, you can't compare them. One's just better. I would disagree. Opinion. I can disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I think I th even it's though a, even though I like Parasite more, it's like it's. At the at the bottom line, objective. It's like just sub, like movies are subjective. Yeah, and it it is a voting process in the academy. No matter who's in it, it's I don't know how stuff happens sometimes, but it is a voting process, and it's like. I guarantee it was like one of those things where people like the best pictures were just all over the place that everyone had a different number one. Everyone had a different number two. Everyone had a different number three, but everyone had Green Book right in the middle. Four, and then it won. So that, yep. And that's how I feel like it probably goes down sometimes. Um, but I can you see hate it. to see it. I can see it being nominated for best picture. And I, w I wouldn't be like, yeah, because look it, they can nominate up to 10 movies. I know. I'm just saying like. If with Joker, thinking about nine other movies, think about nine other movies that are going to be nominated alongside it. If it does, there's just some that I think are better. You know what I mean? Okay. What if? What if? I don't think it will win. I don't think there's a chance that it will win. Adam Driver wins Best Actor for Kylo Ren. <laughs> Even then, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, he's, Adam he's, Driver he's deserves a, he's something. A beast. But that's my that's he'll my get thoughts. something of even if it doesn't happen this year. He's he's a future. He's getting, Oscar he's getting a nomination, so that's good. Yeah, based he's a future on Oscar literally winner. just based on everything that I'm like. The craziest thing is that like all the actors are, are like praising are like Adam. It's, a, it's incredible, and it's like that's the honestly those are the people that it matters when it comes to the Academy because they're in. Did he like, get nominated for Black Klansman? Yeah, yeah best supporting. So. Good, because yeah. he deserves. And I that think too. supporting actor is like considered the weaker category this year because I think supporting actress is stacked, actress is stacked, and actor is stacked. So I can see well, Christian Will Bale getting, get nominated? Or would he be lead? Better. Or would he be lead? No, he's supporting. And so he is Christian be, Bale. He should Man, be a lock. A lot, uh, Christian Bale is great, though, too. And it's like, that's what I don't like, think he'll get nominated. Those? I don't think Willem Christian Dafoe Bale will. will get nominated, and he should be a lock the same way that J.K. Simmons was for Whiplash. He should be a lock. It's the same. Literally, J.K. is J.K. the biggest lock in history? Yeah, I walked out of the movie and I went, he'll win. Well, like, even, I think even with the people nominated with him, like, everyone who was nominated knew that he with was going to win. Let me look it up. 
but continue talking about Christian Bale. There's no two words. I don't think he'll be nominated this year. Harmful. <gasps> I want to talk about. Uh, I'm kind of done with Four of You for Ferrari. I had one last thing I wanted to bring up. Go okay. ahead. Gavin O'Connor's got a new movie coming out, and the trailer dropped called The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, about yeah. An alcoholic who from a small town, and he is going to start coaching the local high sc- high school basketball team of the high school that he went to, and he's still an alcoholic. Trailer. Gotta be honest, hook, dude. Can't really. Wait. Yeah. Did you guys see? About I think. Ben I Affleck. think. I think it's right down the middle for me. I'm like, okay, it could be good, could be. Trash. You saw the trailer? Yeah. I did not see the trailer. The release date scares me. But February. I think it was March or April. Oh, okay. But it's a role that I think Ben Affleck could kill. I think it's perfect for him. It's like what he's going through in life. I think Gavin O'Connor is a really great director. I really enjoyed The Accountant. Warriors one of my all-time favorites. Miracle is a great movie. I can't remember what else he's done. I know he's done some movies that aren't the best, but I like a lot of his stuff. This movie seems like it's a perfect tone for him to really, really do well. We'll see. Uh, like I said, right down the middle, we'll kind of see how it plays I'll out. check it out after this. But I did get the vibe while I was watching the trailer. I'd be like, this could be one of those bad ones. This could ones. be like a, just a solid But overall, I still I thought it looked anything. better than bad, in my opinion, but we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. And it could be just the fact that it goes from the director of Warrior, and my heart and starts then beating. Like, and then it starts playing like some kind of offbeat country song you've never heard before, like the one they play at the end of Warrior, and I'm like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I have to say <laughs> something about what really fast about Ford v. Ferrari. My heart was beating pretty quick during, I think, the Daytona. Well, okay. My mom cheered when he won the Daytona race. How'd that make you feel personally? It was incredible, dude. It was so So, cool to see him. So real quick, let's go into let's go into some minor spoilers for Ford versus Ferrari. Just like because there's one thing, when when they hammered the door in, did you think he was gonna die then? No. Because like they literally just had a conversation. Oh yeah, about like how he couldn't get in. Yeah. Oh no, I, I, I did too. The, the fr- I was like, oh my god. You want to know one? You want to know? I I kind of forgot about it right when it happened. I was like, oh, he's gonna die. But I forgot about it. And then when he opened the door, then I was like, oh. Then okay. it canceled out. Yeah, that exactly, exactly. I thought until that moment, I was like, oh, and that that whole sequence was cool too. And he's like closing that, the freaking door. I would be like, I'd kill myself. Like it's funny. I like cinematography in the era that it's sh- like. I like fifth like fifties movies, sixties movies, just because I don't know what it is. I like the color palette that's mostly used, but cinematography for me didn't really wow me too much of this. I'm surprised. But I this is the first of the year where the editing really stuck out to me. Like, yeah. I, this all should I'm be surprised nominated for about best the cinematography editing. though that you didn't really. I really like. I liked it. I mean, it's probably like top, maybe top ten, maybe number ten right now. But I don't know if it'll stick around. Awesome. There's some good, great shots in this. There's, There's some, some awesome camera shot. moves and stuff too, with how close they are to the freaking ground when the cars are driving by and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know how they shot. I don't some know either. Stuff, man, I don't it probably took weeks. That fr- also, that awesome shot when it comes in right behind his car and then it's over him and then he like pulls into. I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. And every shot where it shows Christian Bale get into a car and then he takes off, I'm like, that's incredible Can because you- that was real. Like that, even though I know he wasn't driving during that like 200 mile per hour stuff, like. Him just getting in and then peeling out. It's like they had to do like 10 takes of that. And it's like cool to just think that it was real and it happened. Can we make a promise that we all watch Rush together? I want to watch that with you guys because I think you guys would thoroughly enjoy it. Sure. Cool. Tyler, I thought you weren't my friend anymore. Well, I, I prefer hanging out with your brother. Oh, all man, right, this is... and that was the forty. Oh God! First dude. episode of the Sam Brothers <laughs> podcast. We'll be back next week. I'm seeing Knives Out Friday. I am too. I think. Good as of are right you? Now. As of right now, I think so. So we'll touch on that a little bit, but uh, Frozen 2 as well comes out. Are you going to take your sister to see that one? 
Let me go. <laughs> Let right. me go. Until then, thank you for listening. Peace.